Hi everyone. <laughs> Welcome to the Soulful Storm podcast. I am your host Tasha Sampa. Today I have such a very special guest with me, guys. I have my friend Z on here and I have spoken about her before, but she's here and say hi. Hello, hello, hello. Dopest person in the world. <laughs> <laughs> imagine oh my gosh so Mm -hmm. guys we have a very special episode this week um i haven't seen z in like about six months and we're together now and we have binged watched the series love is blind which is on netflix i'm sure most of you by now have seen it you've watched the reunion we're the ones who are late, but we're, we're, this episode will be dedicated mainly to Love is Blind. We'll probably talk about a few other things, but There's that... definitely going to be spoilers for people that haven't watched it. Yeah, so if you have not watched Love is Blind and you intend to, I would just say this may not be the episode for you or come, <laughs> come back to this episode when you have watched it so you can scream and lament and be flabbergasted with us. We're going to talk about... Um, some other things as well. Z is going to do her story time of how she got into uh, Korean dramas because she is the reason I fell down this rabbit hole in the first <laughs> place. She hijacked my life, but we're gonna know. we're gonna talk about things yeah. from her perspective. But we're just gonna get right into the crux of the matter. So. How do you want to do this? Do you want to talk about... Do you just want to go into the couples or do you want to go per episode? I feel like I'm not going to remember per episode. I remember the couples. And yes, we did watch it like literally two hours ago. But Yes. <laughs> I remember the couples. I can't say what happened in what episode. I know for me, episode seven was a madness. Episode. A what about episode six? Madness. <laughs> episode six. <laughs> but... I think we can talk about the couples, and I think I think maybe maybe we can speak on the good first, mm-hmm. and then get to the oh, what the heck after for sure. Mercy, there's a lot. <laughs> okay, so for those of you who don't know, the premise of Love Is Blind is that it's a social experiment to see if people can find love through not seeing each other. So building an emotional connection with someone outside of looks. And then once you've decided that you have that emotion con- emotional connection, you become engaged. Excuse me. You become engaged. Then you go on holiday together. You live together. Then you marry. You become engaged and then you meet each other. Oh, yes. And then you go on holiday. Oh, my goodness. Imagine. <laughs> and... Oh, there's something else I wanted to add. Oh, by the way, there's no phones. No phones, no TV, no contact with the outside world. Just you in this bubble with this other person. Even on holiday, no phones, no TV, nothing. They get their phones and laptops and everything else back when they leave the holiday and move in together. A madness. (laughs) So, what happens on the show? So, episode one, and uh, not just episode one, but up until they have decided to marry each other, they're living in women's quarters and men's quarters, but the men and the women don't see each other. Mm -hmm. 
So that's how the show commences. And I believe there's either between 10 to 12 women. Is it 12? I think it's 12. Yeah. Yeah. Um, By the time we had couples who had committed to marrying each other, there was six. Yeah. Yeah. So... Which couple do you want to start with? I feel like we should start with the shortest lived couple, which was Carlton and Diamond. That's because drama, though. That's not even... Like, what can you say about that? But I feel like we should start with them because they are the shortest span, whereas the others, we have a lot to delve into. Feel free. You want me to start? Yes. Okay. Because I feel like I'm going to semi-contradict everything you have to say. Why do you... Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> Come a bit this okay. Okay, so with Carlton and Diamond, so they are a black couple. Um, Diamond is a professional, dance, a professional dancer, but for a basketball team, and Carlton. Oh gosh, I've forgotten what he was. Mm. No idea. Uh, they say they're professions. Ah, guys, if you don't know, watch the show. But. Um, <laughs> So they're both black mm-hmm. and they hit it off. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure if any of you guys are on social media, especially Twitter, um, the whole Carlton Diamond situation sparked a question about bisexuality in terms of Carlton is a man who has dated both genders. And it it was always something that was very much at the forefront of his mind on the show that he needed that he felt like you know being bisexual a bisexual man um he would not be accepted by a woman they would not be able to get past the fact that he's had relationships with men and so he and diamond got engaged but he didn't tell her that you know he has dipped his toes in both pools until they were at the 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 resort the in Mexico, the holiday in Mexico. Yeah. This is essentially four weeks away before their wedding, and child. Okay, let's unpack that. Yeah. Let's. Wh- which part do you want to unpack? For one, okay, I'm just gonna give. Let me just say, I'm gonna say everything I have to say with my whole chest because it might be problematic for some people, but whatever. For but one, before you become problematic... I'm not problematic. I'm okay, just saying, hold on, if but, you find what I have to say problematic, then just don't at me in it. Do you know what I'm saying? Okay, well, but, what, what I'm going to ask of you... <laughs> what I'm going to ask of you... Mm-hmm. What I'm going to ask is that... Say say everything that you have to say with your chest, but please be respectful. Why would... Do you not know me? Of course I know have you. Have we not been friends for over a decade? I Yes, I know, would and I, I love you. Would disrespect anyone? No, you wouldn't. Not intentionally. That didn't deserve it. I'm joking. Okay. Shut up. <laughs> but I'm, okay, so here's I'm the thing. saying, please, please, please speak with tact to our LGBTQ plus brothers and sisters. Please be kind. You saying that? Just you saying that makes it sound like I'm an unkind person. No, okay. Now everyone I, listening to this is going to be like, oh, bruv, I'm just asking, oh, bruv. Oh, we've just, been hearing about Z, and now she's coming. No, with this oh. I'm just putting out the disclaimer. It's no disclaimer necessary. Okay, go ahead. I just feel like. Speak okay, do you know what? Do you know what? I feel like. Yeah. Mm. So, from the moment that he came onto the sh- onto the scene, 
maybe it's just you know when you don't know a person mm-hmm. and you kind of read their energy i'm i'm not saying i'm an energy reader or whatever but like you know your spirit just takes or doesn't take to people okay so carlton stepped on the scene and i was like at first i got player vibes i'm not gonna lie i thought he moved with arrogance yeah, yeah 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 exactly i was just like they're saying about this brother but okay then even in the proposal when he was asking her to marry him i just didn't feel that connection i personally didn't feel like they had it as as deep as some of the other couples we saw not even some of the other couples like okay maybe i feel like he didn't have it as deep for her as she did for him okay and i feel like that's that's mainly to do with the fact that he wasn't giving his all in their conversations. Which you're meant to in, like, the premise of the show is that you're meant to give all. Nothing should be Like, any question limits. I ask you, anything you want to volunteer. It's like, these guys, all they do all day it's is talk. talk to each other with mm-hmm. no distraction. Can you imagine? That must That be sounds like my what? idea of heaven. That's a whole other conversation. <laughs> But like, Lord, let it be me. Yeah, I, I would. I feel like. I mean, I love. I love conversing. Me too. But I feel like. Hence this pod. We, yeah, I feel like we might need to take five a little bit. Do you know what I mean? I mean, it's not like they're spending all day with the same person. After yeah. a while, they narrow it down, and then it becomes one person. Mm-hmm. But it's just for me. I think because he was so, um, so like afraid. Yes. To actually tell her or to show her this side of her, mm-hmm. he then wasn't able to form the connection that she formed with him. Because she she poured out her whole soul. And yeah, she felt like... Vaping. Legit. And she felt she probably felt like he was in the same place yeah. with her as she was with him. Mm. So then when it came to the resort and he's telling her that um, he's, he's, he's been in relationships with both men and women... Can I interject? Yeah. Before you get there, we need to talk about the conversation that they had before he even got there. The one where he it seemed like he was almost antagonizing her to try and Oh listen. When listen he, when he listen, said to, <laughs> Listen Oh my days. Oh, how could I forget that? Okay. When he so, said to wait, her Wait, wait, before we even get to the conversation, okay, yeah. Okay. There's this big reveal where they open the doors for both the men's side and the women's side, yeah? Yeah. And they see each other for the first time. Yeah. Did you see how the other couples would, like, embrace, touch faces? Like, oh, my gosh, is, this is what you look like. Oh. <laughs> they were standing a meter apart. Did you notice that? I don't remember that far back. You don't remember? Okay, fair enough. I, mean, I do remember at one point Diamond a- doing the Millie Rock. <laughs> Mate, they were dancing. A- they were bantering. They were bantering, but it's like there was not that affection. Do you know what I mean? Like when when, when some of the other couples would like see each other for the first time. They ran up into each other's they arms. They ran up into each other's arms. There was it's a like lot they of kissing. couldn't keep hands off each other. There was other. a lot of kissing. Do you see what I'm saying? But with them, it's like... She was there and he was just like, hey, nice to meet you. You know, I mean, obviously it was more than that. But from the body language, I was like, is this guy really into this girl? Like, is I think he, really? he was, but I think it was probably, it was probably the absolute crippling fear of at any moment she's going to walk away from this. As soon as I tell her the truth, I feel like when you're holding back that, that level of secret from someone, mm-hmm. it will literally dictate your actions around them. It will stop you from giving their all. This is gonna sound cr- this this is gonna sound crazy, but I once read this fan fiction. Follow me. I know I'm crazy, but I once read this fan fiction that was about a member of BTS, but it was based off the lyrics of Beyonce's Lemonade album. 
I'm trying to follow you. I don't know where this is going. Okay, just follow me, camera. So, <laughs> so there's a bit where he's explaining why he cheated. Okay. And when he's explaining why he cheated, the guilt of him cheating and the guilt of him thinking when she find when my wife finds out how I have betrayed her, how I have betrayed our vows, she will walk away, even though I am desperate for her to stay. Mm-hmm. But in his guilt, he then started to become standoffish and cold. Okay. And so because he had this secret, even though in his heart, mm-hmm. he was like, I love my wife so much. I don't want her to leave me. His actions were causing him to do that anyway. Okay. I and I feel you. like that's what Carlton was doing. I hear you. I hear you. Um, here's the thing, though. I just feel like... Okay. If... I don't know. Maybe because... I don't know. I'm trying to think. If I've been in a position where I've wronged someone... And as a result of, like, my own guilt about what I've done, I then end up treating them foul. I just avoid them, to be honest. <laughs> no, like, legit. I wouldn't be like, marry me and let's go on this holiday. I'd just be like, Ugh. Run away! But then, in all fairness, it's not like he wronged her by, by you know, having that secret. It's just, I'm thinking in the context of this fan fiction that you're talking about. But for me, I noticed that the body language was just a bit not what you would expect of people that are so deeply in love. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, the way that they were professing love, it's like his mouth was moving and words were coming out. But the actions weren't there. But the actions just were not following what his mouth was saying. Do you know what I mean? And so, when they got to... He was was in need of therapy. I think his past experiences, his past experiences definitely dictated the way he acted towards her. Because what I didn't understand is before he even had the conversation of this, this is where, this is who, this is my sexual preference. Is that the right thing to say? Um, Sexual orientation. Sexual orientation. Forgive me. But before he even got there, they were just having a conversation. And it seemed like he was just trying to pick a fight because he was being very, he was being very my rude. Man, my man said, let me just go Wait, before you. he got there. Oh, before mate, he, before That he, was a line. He, no, no, no. He said to her, oh, let mate. me get you a pogo stick so you can jump out of your feelings. The disrespect. <laughs> and they weren't even beefing. That's a crazy this thing. Is, this is a conversation that they had when they first get to Mexico and they're settling into their room and he's just being rude. And I she's feel like this like, is day one. This was day one. No, this was the day one of, of the holiday. That's what I mean. Yeah. It was just it was just mad. But This was it, after he tried to get her to call her daddy. Yeah. And not that I listen I was moving mad. Can I just say, can I keep it one hundred on this pod? <laughs> if like I have heard um Daddy heard in two different contexts. Wait, say that again? When someone calls... Like, when you're in a relationship and someone requests that you call them daddy. Oh, okay. I've heard in two ways. Obviously, there's the bam chicka wah wah way. Okay. And then there's... For example, like, my my mum's... Um, her sister and her brother-in-law, they call each other daddy and mummy. That's so, a Zambian thing. Yeah, they'll be like daddy or mummy. Mm-hmm, yeah. So I've heard it said like that. Like yeah. it's like a term of endearment. Yeah. And I feel like if you guys are on the same page of that, I don't know how you work that. Because that comp- some people really don't like that. I'm not calling you daddy. 
That's yeah. why I call my father. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I don't know how people in relationships have that conversations, but if someone has said to you, I ain't calling you daddy, I feel like you should just dead it, but he did not dead it at all. It was very yeah, weird. He was really persistent with that. But anyway, for me, right, so it's very hard, right, to understand. No, actually, I understand it, but I also felt the pain. I felt it, fam. When they're having this conversation, first he told her, this was in the evening, he told her he's been keeping the secret mm-hmm. and um, he's been with both men and women. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, I'm going to need a minute to process this. She was very respectful. She was pretty chill, right? She was very chilled about it. Went, slept in a separate room, processed her feelings, thoughts, whatever. And then she's like, let's, you know, meet up and talk through it and whatnot, whatnot. And she's really trying to understand... She's really trying to understand where this gentleman is coming from. And how we got here. And how they got to the point where they're now engaged and he didn't tell her. Because, again, the whole idea of being in the pods is that you're bearing your entire soul. Mm -hmm. So she's like, but you could have told me this before we got engaged. So this is the next morning. This is the next morning. I want to emphasize that while, like, he had admitted the secret, he was crying. Yeah. He was very distraught. And she was comforting Comforting him, him, saying that you can be yourself. She was rubbing on his back. She was, despite the fact that she was kind of shell-shocked, she was very... She was very supportive. Very supportive and very affectionate. You, You could tell that this has weighed on his back. He was very emotional. Yeah. So... My guy then... In the morning. And yeah, the next day, the conversation just kind of went left. And I don't really remember where we took a left turn. But he kind of, like, when she's asking, why didn't you tell me? I think what he was hearing is that she was judging him. I can tell you where it went left. Because she said that I've had time to sleep on it. And she said, I didn't feel like you were being... You you have were being a hundred percent honest with me, and he said I was, and yeah. then they started to have a back and forth about she was, and she was being she wasn't being loud, she wasn't being disrespectful. She was saying that yeah. you know in, and he was trying to say well you know, first he took it from. I didn't want you to judge me, which is why I didn't say it earlier. And then he said, well, no one else has had a problem with it, which was a blatant lie. Because I'm like, y- y- this whole time, bear in mind, this is episode four of Love is Blind. I wrote it down. <laughs> and from episode one, he's been saying, I have a secret. And, and then I think episode two, he revealed what the secret was that, you know, he, he's bisexual. He revealed to us. Yeah, he revealed to us, the, the, the viewers, that he's bisexual. So mm. it's like if you have you say that you have the secret and you say that, you know, he'd be making it clear that, you know, he felt like he wants to find the love of his life. He wants to be married. He, I think he emphasized that he wanted to be married to a woman. OK, that's another problem that I had. Yeah. Not to say that him getting married to a woman is a bad thing. But the reason that he had for wanting to get married to a woman felt very like, are you sure you're actually in the right space? to even be looking for marriage right now. Yeah. Because he was talking about how he's been with both men and women mm-hmm. and he And he's he, not attracted to the the person he's attracted to their heart. Yes. Right? Which is all well and good. But then he was talking about he wanted to be with a woman because he's found in his experiences that women are more nurturing. And for me that sounds like someone who wants to be taken care of. Do you know what I mean? He's like like just just the reason he's like he's 
I don't know what it is. I don't. I, it just felt to me like he's just looking for someone that's going to mother him, that's going to nurture him, that's going to take care of him. And I'm like, is that why you're choosing to get married? I, is I, that a good enough reason? To I get don't married? remember that, but I just I remember thinking to myself that this guy needs he's in need of therapy because clearly he's had experiences where maybe with other women he has tried to open up and they have shut him down. No, because he said he said yeah. It's never been a problem before. And then in the same but conversation. No, but then in the same conversation, he says, I was afraid that you were going to have a problem with it. So I'm like, OK, if you in your past experiences, you're saying it's never been a problem before. Why would you then think right now it would all of a sudden be a problem? That's what I'm saying. Clearly, he has. Because to me, when he was saying that, oh, it's never been a problem before, he was in defense mode. I was like, well, clearly it has been a problem because mm. this entire time, up leading up until episode four, you have spoken about the fact that this secret of yours, your your sexual orientation, could be a hindrance to you having the married life that you want. Okay. So, and as as defensive as he was, as quickly as he went into attack mode, because then he started, he called her a bitch. He called her out of her name he started taking shots at her wig <laughs> he yeah. threw the he threw the she ring t- in the pool and bear in mind when by the time she had got to the point where she took the engagement ring off he was being so rude because yeah. he was saying to her things like you know what i don't need the situation i don't need you like i'm fine with or without i'm the fine situation. with yeah like he I, I'm fine with all that. He was being so disrespectful to a woman who just clearly wanted to have a conversation. Because mm. I do not think that Diamond was being homophobic at all. And even in the reunion, Carlton said that I... We're not no, discussing the reunion, right? No, 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 no. We're going to get to the reunion. We're going to get to that. But I think it's... Pr- because we're talking about couples, I think it's essential mm. to to make the the listen our listeners aware that even Carlton himself says she is not homophobic. Yeah, he did. But I think that he has had past experiences where he was like, "I have to immediately go into defense and attack mode." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're you're not accepting. He immediately went, like, "You must not be accepting of this." Yeah, yeah. And she was like, "Nah, fam." <laughs> I'm just trying to understand why you didn't tell me this. Why have you waited till engagement? Which I think she was well within her rights to ask. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But his response was so foul. Because on top of that, for me, I don't like... One of my red flags is I don't like disrespect, whether it's in mm-hmm. front of people or not. From when he was saying to her, I'm going to get you a pogo stick so you can jump out of your, <laughs> your feelings... I was already like, nah, with or without. I just, I just want someone to just be a little bit rude to me so I can say that to them. Like that is a line. You're bro. bold, but pogo li- stick. Do you know how long it's been since I've used a pogo stick, fam? I'm pretty sure I, the last time I even heard about a pogo stick, I was in year six. Oh my days! Where is my pogo stick? Because I never gave it away. I remember wanting. I think there was like a <laughs> raffle prize in the school where you could get a pogo stick, and I didn't win the stick. raffle, and oh I was very upset days. about it. I really yeah. wanted that pogo stick. This guy was doing a lot. He was so even without the sexual orientation thing, I feel like if a man spoke to me like that and we I I would be like, no. It's curtains. Yeah. It's curtains. You you're not talking to me mm-hmm. like that. We can have disagreements without you without you thinking you can use metaphors and whatever to <laughs> <laughs> to get at me. But when he threw that ring into oh, the man. water and then 
She she used the Beyonce lyric from Sorry. She said, watch me bounce my ass to the next dick boy. And he was like, you need to watch your wig. <laughs> oh, my days. Nah, you see, this is the thing, yeah. I feel like, it, yeah, I think you're right. It just became very, 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 like, an attack. He was just attacking her. Do you know what I mean? And it was just... He was like a pit bull. <laughs> it was mad. It was unfortunate, though, because I was really rooting for Diamond. I was too. I really was rooting for that. My good sister needed love. And I was just like, man, that was really unfortunate. But yeah, that was that was that one. Who's who's the who's the next couple you think was listen? Because everything from listen. here from here on out <laughs> from here on out is madness. Even, we're not even talking about the good stuff. What happened to our structure? There's no <laughs> We're just going straight in for the drama. Okay, I feel like so. we should just cover the couple, the good and the bad. I think we just have to. Okay, so here's the thing, yeah. Kenny and Kelly. Oh, we're doing Kenny and Kelly. Kenny I'm so upset. Kenny and Kelly. Don't be upset. I can't. I can't. Don't be upset. No, my spirit, my spirit's not okay. Don't be upset. So I Kenny, can't because my spirit wasn't okay. Okay, so try and go through it. Like, you see how, I think for, for this to work, you see how they, like, I don't know how to explain it. You know when they've done the show and then we have them we have them sort of like giving commentary between scenes yeah. and whatnot. Mm-hmm. They know they've already done the show. But throughout all the episodes, they're wearing the same shirt. Do you yeah. know why? Because they're now watching the show back. And they're like, oh, at this time, it's just really difficult. And they're talking as if it's happening right then and there. I think for this to work, you have to imagine yourself at the beginning of Kenny and Kelly, and then walk through it with me. You're going to have to help me. Okay, so Kenny and Kelly are just match made in heaven. Can can I just say... Match made. Can I have the mic, please? Because I need to... Match made in heaven. Yeah? I will just... <laughs> Kenny is just... The Ticking sp- every box. <laughs> Can I just say every no, box? You have to let me say this. I can't let you say this because you're 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 coming at me from like the other side. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm okay. not. I'm not. Can I, guys? If there is one thing I am going to say about my good friend Kenwood, Kenwood. <laughs> Listen, his name is Kenny. He's, he's Kenny. Put some respect in his name, please. I made it up. <laughs> oh my gosh. The spirit of Christ is in Kenny. Listen, you've said enough. <laughs> Kenny and Kelly, yeah. Kenny, okay, I don't even... Okay, listen. Kenny and Kelly are this couple. <laughs> they, when they said, I love you, I believed it. I felt it in my chest. When they said, when Kenny said, will you marry me? And Kelly said, yes, I believed it. Yes. Because the day before he had asked her to, to marry him, they were having some conversations about like how he wanted to raise his kids and all of this and all of that. And everything was like... I believed it with my heart. Exactly the same mm-hmm. everything that they wanted was like like whoa you guys are the same person can i just say that kelly has body for a white woman for a caucasian her back uh, off i was incredibly impressed these are not my views i do not share really? these views with really really that's not, that was not what you were saying this weekend i said kelly she back had off. body i just for- i just and I, I mean okay fine yeah okay give anyway kelly her juice. anyway not the point not the point so it's part of the point it's okay fine she looked nice okay so he asked her to marry him. She said yes. They met for the first time. They hugged, they kissed. Love at first sight. I mean, you know, they weren't in love already, but yes. hugged, carried, kissed, whatever. Like it was like, oh, great. Then they went on the holiday. Holiday was, oh my gosh. 
showering together. Wait, Can wait, you... wait. We have to add something. So Do, do we? Yes, do we because we do. This is positive because... <laughs> Wow, you really like you really think I'm just gonna fly off the handle. No, it's just the way you said this is positive, like I would expect you to say anything else. Go on. Well, given my emotional state when it comes to Kelly and Kenny, <laughs> I feel like you, you should expect the worst from me. <laughs> so, um, some of the couples had decided to either get physical on night one or not. So, when I say physical, I mean bow, intim- chicka, bow, bow. Yes. Yes, or intimate, or bow, chicka, bow, bow. or engaging carnal activity. Oh my days, really? <laughs> Listen, okay. Kenny po- and Kelly, yeah, were dis- like it was Kelly's. This Kelly said that she would rather wanted to build on what they have and not just jump into bed on the first, first night, night, which mm-hmm. you know we we can respect and we mm-hmm. can agree with, and mm-hmm. we're like, yay, you. And we didn't even mind it because they were just obviously attracted to each there other. There was still a lot of kitsch, kissing and touching. Touching and hugging and rubbing and Bro, showering. when she showered and she was giving her whole booty to this man. Imagine. I was like, girl, like, can you How are you going to be the one to say, okay, we're not getting physical? And then when you lot are at the beach, it, those showering. showers. You're there rubbing up on your butt and looking at and you're and looking you're, back at him, bruv. That's she, no, that mad. that was a disrespect. She looked back at it. <laughs> I was like, uh, like how are you gonna look? Maybe back? he's gonna get it on the second night because the way she was moving, it's like she really couldn't keep her hands off him. You know? She looked back at it. So I was like, okay. I was like, girl, and you're not okay. like you're not you you aren't how's how do, what do I want to say? They were so cute. Though. They were really really cute. Like he um, was really tall, and she was like her head came up to his chest, and she just loved they it. They were adorable. They were my favorite of the whites. And why do you keep saying the whites? Like, <laughs> what is that? I don't know. The whites. Oh, my days. But they were my favorite couple um, besides the next ones we will be talking about. But anyway, I, I, I oh, cannot... Just a mock. No, my favorite. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> uh, my favorites are obviously Lauren and Cameron, but... Those are your faves? Lauren and Cameron, yeah. <laughs> Stop it. Anyway, the point is... I could not get over how this 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 lady that clearly has a kind of a she has a bit of bum cheek on her was mm-hmm. rubbing it up on this man, looking mm-hmm. back at it, mm-hmm. and then telling him that he couldn't get. And I was like, mm-hmm. Kelly, you're an instigator of chaos. <laughs> so we're on holiday now. Yeah, we're on holiday. We're and things are peachy. Up. Things are. Yeah, was that in reference to her butt? No, that actually, that, that, that was okay. not pun intended. So things are nice, you know, everything is perfect. They like, didn't even get that much even... camera time when they were on holiday. Because you know? there was no drama. Exactly. So We believed. <laughs> oh, I was a believer. We believe. Oh. We believe. It's currently happening. Okay, I believe. So <clears throat> we're on holiday. Everything's great. You know, having drinks with the other couples and going on their own little separate adventures. And, and Kelly's a shade queen. Can we throw that out there? Is she a shade queen? The word she said to Jessica? Okay, yes, she is a shade queen. But we're going to get that when we get to Jessica and Mark. Bruh! So, um, they now move into the section where they're moving in together. And still things and are good. still... When they were moved in together, they did not get camera time at all. Well, also, you have to bear in mind that, like, when they moved in together, Kelly had a, tr- like, a like, a work trip that she had to go to for yeah, two days. Yeah, that was the first three days. Yeah, so, yeah. of course, they weren't going to get any camera time because she wasn't there. But even when she came back, though, it's just, they were, they were just blissfully just perfectly matched and you and we all know that when a couple doesn't get that much screen time it's because there's no drama around them so i believe in the love i've been building in belief it's like my religion at this point believe in the love i do you believe in it and you're happy 
at this moment in time. She's holding my hair, making me you believe. You are happy. I am. <laughs> okay. So, come meet the family now. Mm. Yeah? The plan is, we're going to go... Whose house did we go to? It was, was it Kelly's, Kelly's house? house. We go to Kelly's house. Kelly's Kelly looks family. like a mama boy. Mate, we meet Kelly's family, Those right? Those people looked good for 60-something-year-old white people. They looked good! We're going to keep dropping the white just like... just like, Okay, because gonna... we know that white people There don't... was only one black person on the show. Okay, listen, we're talking about all throughout our existence of life. We know that as a race of people, they do not age in the best of ways. Okay, yep. And that's fine mm-hmm. because you can't control what your race is and what they do. However, I am just saying... That, you know, the genes of Angela Bassett were in this family. I wouldn't take it that far. Oh, her her dad. Her dad was like 67. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And her dad looked youthful. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Maybe because he had the long hair. Nah, man. That man looked younger than John Bon Jovi. And I'm very attracted to John Bon Jovi. I'm not even about to have that conversation. So we go to Kelly's house. Hold on, disclaimer. We get to Kelly's house. You will not take my mic away from me. Won't I? No, can I just say disclaimer, John Bon Jovi, if you ever listen to this podcast and you get a divorce, holla at me. She really just said that. I did, because I will not break up your happy home. I believe (laughs) in your love. But if you ever decide that, you know, your wife, since she were like 21 years old, is not for you, I'm here. It won't even be a sugar daddy situation. I don't need money. I just want you. Okay, wait, wait. Sorry. Please help me understand. What? This, what's happening here? (laughs) What do you mean? John Bon Jovi. You've never known this about me. No, present day John Bon Jovi. I was, yes. Makes you speak like this. Yes. Why? Wait, hold on. You've never known my thing about John Bon Jovi. (laughs) Not once have we ever had this conversation. I have been been on him since I came back from university. That was 2012. So not even in the prime of his career? No. Oh, Matt. I'm actually obsessed with... I, I want him so badly. Okay, so wait. We're at wait, Kelly's house. Hold on a second. We've never unpacked this before. We're not about to unpack it right now. <laughs> this is not a conversation I'm ready to have with you. Why, Why are you I'm looking just, at me crazy? Because I saw John Bon Jovi on TV just the other day. With Prince Harry, right? I think so. I don't know. Is, is Prince Harry the one with the with the ginger hair? Of course. <laughs> Okay, lower your voice. I've got neighbours. Do you know what I mean? But anyway, so. Yeah, why? What was wrong with him? What was wrong with him? <laughs> You're such a Harry fan. Jeez. <laughs> I am. The eyes I'm getting. I know who Harry is, fam. Wait, so you saw him on TV and what? What's the problem? No, I'm just, I'm just clarifying that we're talking about the same person. John Bon Jovi, yes. Okay, great. So, we're at Kelly's house. I love you, and... sir. <laughs> we're at Kelly's house. And he meets the family and they love him. To they, the nines. They love him. He's like, he's like the son they never had. Because she only has a sister in it. Yeah, he was like the son that had been praying he for. He literally just slotted into that family like, like, hi, mom, I'm home. Like, yeah. oh my days. And this is how beautiful it was. <sighs> so then Kelly meets his family at her parents' house. They yeah. met in the same house. Listen. When I tell you, beloved. Listen, oh. Kenny's parents then came over to Kelly's house in the evening. Because, oh yeah, so their parents don't know. This is the thing we didn't say. Their parents don't know that they're engaged. 
They oh, just, yeah. they parents, just and friends, parents and friends, they only know that they've been part of a social experiment to potentially find love. That's some of them mo- don't even know that, though. Okay. When so- you're looking at their reactions, like, yeah, so I've been quiet for a while because I went to X, Y, and Z, and I have a fiancé now. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they're like, uh, Some of them did, like, like, Lauren's mum knew. Yeah. Who else's parents knew kind of it? Did they? No, Lauren's mum definitely knew. Because sure? she was, yeah. But... I'm trying to think of who else's family. Okay, yeah, that's that's not important. It's not important. But most of them didn't even know that. Yeah, they had no idea that they were even taking part in this thing. So they turn up at the house and it's like, hi. Oh, Damien's parents knew. Damien's, yes. So turn up at the house, um, introduce the fiancé. Not even this is my boyfriend, Jimmy. Fiancé. Introduce. Oh, and we're getting married in three weeks. We'll cover that in a minute. Okay. So she's talking to her parents about, you know, the whole thing about how this is like really sudden and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And I think she's a little bit apprehensive um, because she's like, how are they going to react to how fast this whole thing is moving? Yeah. And then her mom starts talking about how her and her dad got together and then they were married within three months and they've been married ever since. Yeah. So she was like, you know, it's it, like time isn't really a factor when you know that the person you're with is the person that you want to be with kind mm. of thing, you know? And then Kenny's parents came and they had a similar story. How I they missed met. that. Yeah. Was I asleep? Maybe. I don't know. I may but have gone out of consciousness. They came and they were talking about, you know, we understand it's very rushed. Da, 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 da. And then his dad started talking about, his mom and dad started talking about how they met I think it was like at a movie or something mm. or at a party or something. And she was there with her then boyfriend. And oh, then, really? Yeah, I yeah, must yeah. have been out of consciousness. Yeah, you were gone. She was there with her then boyfriend and then got talking to her now husband. Mm-hmm. And then within a few months time, they were married and they've been married ever since. Mm-hmm. And the families got on like, oh, my a days. A house on fire. Oh, my days. It was just, it was just it too was beautiful. Perfect. It was too perfect. I guess so. It was too perfect. I guess so. Rush to the day before the wedding now. We're on episode, we jump, we jump now to episode time. Nine, sorry. Because remember, <laughs> Kelly and Kenny have not had a massive amount of screen time. Because, because there's no bliss. drama. There's no it's drama. It's happiness. It's joy. There's no drama. The only drama that there seems to be is whenever they're with another couple. And it's usually Jessica. Acting <laughs> an everlasting fool. So we get to episode nine and then Kelly starts talking cray. She starts talking about how she's not in love with Kenny. No, before we she got to that. She loves Kenny. Before we got in to the, In the, you know the bits where they're explaining. Yes. She loves Kenny. But she's not infatuated with Kenny. Because up until then, they still have not had sex and i'm like and now the story has flipped to like originally the reason why they weren't having sex is because she want like they both wanted to make sure that you know they were okay that you know they were building on the emotional so which which is fair because you don't have to and you know especially when you're like religious Mm. it's not even a factor till you get married anyway Mm. however it seems like on episode nine, the reasoning for not having sex shifted just, to yeah. I'm not infatuated with him. And we're like, Madame, where's this come from? Before she even gets to that point, though, because he, he kind of brings it up and he's like, so when they're lying in bed, right? When Yeah, when they're moved into the apartment and mm-hmm. he's like, so, you know, uh, we still haven't, you know, and I know how I feel about it, but like, how are you feeling about it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
And she basically said something about how in her past experiences, she hasn't been able to um, connect. And she wasn't able to orgasm. Yeah. She hasn't been able to connect and she didn't <clears throat> want to bring that into this relationship and have all that pressure and wada, wada, wada. It may just and sound like her previous relationship. Sorry, Mike, a bit closer. Her previous relationships. When she said that, it made me think that she, was she with men who were so... Sexually driven? Not just sexually driven, but were kind of so concerned about getting theirs and getting off that they weren't even bothered about her. And now she's triggered about in her sexual experiences because that's what I thought at first Fair enough. when I heard that. Because I'm like, so you've been with other men and you've never... And I... And I genuinely feel sorry for women when I hear stories about those women who've been like married and been with someone for yay long and they've never had an orgasm I'm like mm -hmm. what is this experience you're having this is not of God <laughs> it's not it's not fair play we do not serve a selfish God so yeah so I thought that that was okay like I thought to myself okay maybe this is the problems that you're having mm -hmm. and maybe this is why you have been reluctant yeah. to not jump into a sexual relationship because as I was saying earlier, when it comes to people who are not religious, because, you know, we are part of a church where they preach, you know, no sex before marriage. Mm. So, but, and, you know, there's other religions that preach that, like, you know, Islam and others. <laughs> but the thing is, though, I always think to myself, if you as a couple have not built... Um, you not want to have sex if it's not if if you're I don't, I don't think I'm saying I'm not don't think I'm saying this correctly but if you don't want to have sex and it's not steeped in a spiritual reason then you got you're gonna have to explain why this is yeah because oh, outside of a religious experience having a sexual connection for people is so deep that if you don't want to have it that you you're going to have to provide an explanation as to why yeah so that's what i thought at first but you know continue <laughs> so you know she gave that whole explanation and then when we're in the confessionals now mm -hmm. it's like She's my like, ex, my ex, my ex. My ex came up a lot. My ex came up a lot. She and I was infatuated with him. She was feeling this crazy, like, infatuation. Like, I felt this infatuation with my ex, and I'm just not feeling it with Kenny. And I'm like... You mean the same so... ex that couldn't make you come? Oh! <laughs> Shots. Wow. Wasn't ready. Um, yeah, so... Wait, I think my parents about... listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, do you want to do you want to say that louder? No. <laughs> so she's. Talking I think my about dad definitely how, does. <laughs> she's talking about how um, she just when she was with her ex, she felt this really strong infatuation, like she was really infatuated with him, and she doesn't feel that infatuation with Kenny. And I'm like, okay, okay, we're working through it. We're working. And through Kenny's it. attractive, guys. Listen, Kenny's attractive. Like, if I met Kenny, Kenny. Kenny, you know what? Okay, I'm going to stop you right there. Why? Because the last statements you made when you were speaking to someone that's not here were a little bit you mean John bon Yes. So, we cut to the Listen, bachelorette Listen, hold on party. a second. Can you not... In the words of Kendrick Lamar, <laughs> bitch don't steal my vibe. She, 
She tried no. it. Bitch, don't kill my vibe, please. Excuse me, Kenny, if you ever come across this podcast... Oh, my day. If you ever come across this podcast, I, Tasha something. you can find my name on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm actually oh. quite an attractive girl. Yes, she is. So back to the bachelorette party. I'm just saying, I'm it can not, be on and popping. I'm not even killing your vibe right now. I'm just trying to get through this. Just, can I land, please? So, <laughs> we, we get to the bachelorette party, yeah. <laughs> and... Oh, yeah, at the bachelorette, they have their friends there, right? Yes. So yes. her friends are asking her about Kenny and um, is he her type and what what And then she's just on this vibe of like, um, like she's not attracted to him or something. Like, and when she like, said that, we were blown. Like she's more into like, br- like her typical type is brunette. And men. Kenny's blonde. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Where did this come Where from? Where did all of this come from? Because from episode one to nine to nine, she's bear been, in mind there's 10 episodes. You've been on this guy. Throwing it back at him. Oh looking back at days. it. Looking back at it. And I was like, not attracted. What? Then we cut to the confessional and this whole ex-infatuation thing is coming up again. And I'm like, okay, this is a problem. This, nah. I don't like how this girl's moving. Her friends, her friends, yeah, said to her, you know, um, typically, what did she say? I don't know. Her, her what? Her chooser, her, her picker has always been off. As in like. Her sister said that. No. Was it her sister? No, you're wrong. It was her friends. Her friend said that. Her friend said that. She was like, oh, her picker has always been off. Like you, you She has a basic, always, like, the worst taste of men. Always pick, like, men that are just, you know, basically problematic people. Yes. So, you know, it was like, in comparison to Kenny, everyone else that she'd been with prior to that was just a little bit trash. Right? I, That's the vibe I was getting from the friends. Yeah. Come the wedding day. No, before we get... Come the wedding day, fam. Her sister said the same thing. Yeah, because she was she was sitting. Uh, b- before we get to the sister saying the same thing, I would like to ask a question. I could not believe, especially to my Caucasian brothers and sisters, because I feel like as the blacks, we don't have this problem, especially as women, because our whole hairstyle will change. We will switch up from locks, braids, twists, weave wig and even in weave wig wig twist you can do an a range of things and they will change colors so you you might find yourself looking at an entirely different person with us but when you guys my caucasian brothers and sisters talk about i'm attracted to blondes or i'm attracted to brunettes and i never really heard the hear this about gingers or those with black hair but I would like to know why you talk about hair color as if it's such a, a diehard thing as if hair color can't change. Because I wrote this in my notes. It was that important to me that I wrote it in my notes. Because I've heard about this even on Love Island. Like, I'm attracted to blondes. Do you realize I can dye my hair? And then what? While we wait for that answer, we'll continue <laughs> back to the sister. But I feel like it's a very important it question. It is a good question. That needs to be And posed. I feel like it's something that I personally wouldn't really understand. Maybe it's just... It's because we're black. No, because no, no, we no, change no. our I mean, entire hairstyle. No, I mean, as in, like, for us, for that whole conversation, mm-hmm. maybe it's just like back in the days, people weren't really dyeing their hair like that. So your hair color was your hair color. But we're not back in the day. I'm just saying, like, things that are from back in the day still travel through 
to present day, generation to generation to generation. Do you know what I mean? Like sometimes you find that we uphold we uphold traditions that we don't necessarily understand, but they're just implanted you, in us. You mean like that Marilyn Monroe film, like Blondes Have what was it? What was that film that she was in? Blondes I Have, have More no Fun. Idea. Probably. I feel like she was a type. There was a there was a film that she was in that something like Blondes Have More Fun. Okay. Because it's a very old saying. I think that saying has yeah, gone back. I've been from like, hearing it. I've been hearing it. I, I, and I know that society you has tweet, tweet the question. See what response you get back. You know, I'll make it a poll on Twitter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I know that as a, a, in Western society that we live in, it has been painted that blondes are more attractive, especially blonde hair, blue eyed. Maybe that goes back to like the Aryan race. Who knows? Yeah, maybe it does. Maybe. But I always get confused as to how when people say it, it's so, it, it they say it like it's, like, it's such a fixed thing. Like, it's unchangeable. Like, like, it's unchangeable. Like, it's not a preference. Because I, like, me, mm-hmm. m- maybe there's some hypocrisy in me saying this, because I have, like, a height threshold. Mm-hmm. I am a five-foot woman who <laughs> will not go out with a guy who's under six foot. This is a problem for me. It's not your problem to deal with. I'm just saying, I feel like you're triggering me right now, and I'm not even a guy. We'll get over it. Will I? Will I? I, I, I Do I want to date you? Relax. <laughs> Everyone wants to date me, fam. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm not Colton. <laughs> I'm not bisexual. What? No one even said that, fam. You had to bring Carlton's name into this. Sorry, that was oh. me. That was me. And I apologize. <laughs> I apologize. But the point is, I don't like women, so you don't have to worry about that. So you were saying about the hair color. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, I have a height preference. So I'm just like, I... And the guys I have dated have usually been within the ballpark of six foot, six foot. Why is that? But why is that your preference? Because like, I, why is that a fixed thing for you? Because I'm very short, and if I have kids, I would like to give them a very decent chance of having normal height. And I say that because the genes in my family, especially my mom's side, are incredibly strong. So my great grandfather was a very, very, very short man. But girl, the strength of his genes—if you look at the men on my mom's side of the family—they mm-hmm. are not height blessed. Okay, I have a question for you. This is not the time to psychoanalyze me. I'm not me. psychoanalyzing you. But I know the questions that you normally oh ask. Oh, my days. I know the questions that you normally ask. You know you're ask. giving me a bad reputation to people that are listening. Because mm. first you had to give me this whole disclaimer thing. I'm so sorry. Now I'm a psychoanalyst. I'm not psychoanalyzing. Okay, ask I'm your questions. I'm just asking. Okay. Yeah? I'm so sorry that I'm, you feel like I'm making you look bad. Because you're not bad. You're No, I'm fire. No, I'm, you are. I'm you're not, one of my I'm most amazing triggered. friends. Thanks. I appreciate your recognition of that. Okay. So I won't dim your light. <laughs> um, have you ever found yourself no actually let me just put it in a different way I have way. dated shorter guys you know oh for real yeah I've dated guys who are like 5'8 five, 5'9 five, she said shorter guys and said 5'8 <laughs> I five, have nine. a whole inch difference from 6 foot wow wow okay but the thing is wow. though like I was like that was more like in my teen years whereas in like in my actual adult life so if mm. I'm say like maybe 19 to even up even the remember the, how old are you? I'm 29 years old. Okay. So in the last 10 years, mm-hmm. the guys I have really been a little bit more serious about have been between like six foot six between six foot three. Question. Yes. If you met someone today, mm-hmm. let's say you're on Love Is Blind, yeah. Oh, shut up. <laughs> 
Yes. This person's conversation is fire. They're saying all the right words. The mm-hmm. emotional connection is there. Mm-hmm. And then you meet them. Mm-hmm. And they're five foot. No! I'm, I'm being for real. Fuck off then. Are you for real? Like, they take every emotional, emotional, and spiritual... Fi- and they're the I same mean, height as me. Yes. You are even shorter than Kevin Hart. Okay, let me try that again. They're five foot two. No. <laughs> Dead. Okay. Because you know what? Remember, no. remember... Because then sh- now this is becoming, this is becoming very shallow. Because you were talking about your children, yeah? Which I understand. Give but it's the also children- my attractiveness. I, I'm, I, I... Can be, you not look past someone's physical appearance if they take every other box? But you have to... Okay, I feel like we're going to get a bit deep. We, you, you and I have had the conversations about how sometimes in the past I have settled for Settle someone. Yeah. I have settled for someone because, okay, I'm like, Okay, there's there's these qualities about you that I like, uh-huh. and in this moment I can rock with, and you also really like me, so mm-hmm. I I will I will try and make this work. Mm-hmm. But in the back of my mind, there's a resentment of myself. Okay. I'm like I feel like I'm not a hundred percent attracted to you. Okay, and I physically, feel like, yeah, physically, mm-hmm. and I am settling and. I don't want to spend the rest of my life looking being, at your face. Not just, no, that's horrible. <laughs> not no, <laughs> not looking at your face, but thinking uh-huh. like I want better than you. Uh-huh. Do you feel like you might cheat? You know what? That's not even the question that I want to ask you. No, I don't. To be honest, I you, you my know, how, you know how I feel about cheating. I understand. I feel I, it's deplorable. My question is this to you though: mm-hmm. you obviously you have a checklist, yes, of what it is that you're looking for in a man, yeah, yes. Not even in a man, in a husband. Yes. In husband. In husband. Now, imagine in a world, mm-hmm. in this world, mm-hmm. there's someone that though has those qualities. Yes. There's several people that have those qualities, actually. Yes, because I don't believe that God made just one. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But none of them are above God five foot. Listen, God, listen, God, listen, God listen, do listen that let me. me land, let me land. Okay, land. Would you rather... Mm-hmm. Commit yourself to a life of singleness and celibacy. Ah! Or would you let go of the height and accept this five foot four man? I've gave him an extra two inches now. I cannot believe, like, you, the fact that you've said five foot four is so upsetting for me considering the height barrier I gave. I mean, here's the thing. I would actually have to pray to the Lord above to help me get... I would have to. I would have to pray to God to help me go outside of myself Mm. and outside of the things I want. Like, if God has clearly shown me that this is the person who is perfect for me, then I'm going to have to rock with it, but I'm going to have to pray to rock with it. I'm going to have to Mm -hmm. pray that, Lord, you don't help my eye wander to the Kobe Bright man because that's walking past me, that chocolate God walking (laughs) past me because I can't have him and you've given me this dwarf to love. I shouldn't have said that. Hold on. No, edit that out. Edit that out. Edit that out. Mm -hmm. How, How do you want me to do that? Listen, I'll do. I'll work it out in editing. <laughs> what do I do with this? 
Oh, it's just a, it's just a timer, but we oh, can okay. carry on. We can carry oh, on. I see. Okay. I don't know why it does this when I'm recording by myself because it doesn't do that with anyone else. But and that's that's not the point. We're just digressing. <laughs> but um, okay, we have actually majorly digressed, so we're gonna take it back. Can I just say that I found that whole experiment that you presented to me very upsetting. Why was it upsetting? Because I don't even want to think about that. That's very hurtful <laughs> for me. And the thing is, like, I feel like I've told you. I tell you almost like every other month that I have a Napoleon <laughs> complex, which, which, no, which I have recognized. I've recognized this for years. Guys, I have a Napoleon complex because I am so short. I like everything everything big. I like big cars. I like big houses. And I like my men big. I accept that it is a complex of me being short, but I'm okay with it. Yeah. And clearly tall men don't have a problem with it. No, no one has a problem with it. So I feel like next time, can we not dissect my mind? I didn't dissect anything. We were just having a conversation. You're very upsetting. We are just having Carry a conversation. On. <laughs> the Part point is, the-, <laughs> the point is Kenny is fine. This girl's not letting me land. <laughs> oh. Land okay, there. So. <laughs> Park your plane. <laughs> We get to the wedding day now, yeah. Oh, and the sister, even the sister... Listen, she sat there. She, You know what? Do you know what? She was too calm for me. Who? The sister Kelly. of Kelly? She was too calm. I, I told like, you I nah, didn't trust her. By I episode nine, it. I didn't trust her. Because her, her mom came in with the tears. Everyone was all emotional. And she's like, I'm fine. It's okay. That's it's when okay. I knew that she wasn't going to... I was gonna, like, she's that's not going to marry this That's guy. when I knew she wasn't going to marry she's him. She's not going to marry That's when guy. I knew because there was no smiles. There was no... There, I didn't see any pearly whites. There was Please. no joy. Everyone around her was joyous except, except her. Except her. Not, not to say that she was sour, but she was just neutral. She was just too neutral. And you should not be neutral um, on your wedding day. You know, her sis, she's talking to her sister. Like, her sister kind of pulls her to the side and they're just talking and she's saying how she doesn't feel that attraction to Kenny and she doesn't feel that infatuation and this this and that and her sister I cannot just say her sister is a one like she 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 took in everything that she said mm-hmm. and then she said okay <laughs> and she's like okay so I want you to make the decision that's right for your heart right mm-hmm. But the way that she kind of broke down how in the past the men that she has chosen haven't been great. And she she's like, I just want you to remember um, your journey through this whole thing. Think about the kind of man that he is. Like, just, just like, remember why you did this in the first place. Mm. Remember the experiences that you've had. Remember the moments that you've shared with this person and how he's been towards your family, towards you, how he's treated you, etc., 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 which are all positive things. He has been Kenny, man. So anyway. The spirit of Christ is in Kenny. Because can I just say, Kelly's, because Kelly's sister is older than her. And I feel like Kelly's sister is the big sister that, she exhibited big sister goals that I want to have for my sisters. Because she really, she listened to her sister she no interruption, ad- no inter- addressed her, let her get out her concerns, basically told her, I respect your concerns and I want you to do what is best for you. While in a very non-judgmental way told her, the men that you have picked before are trash mm. in comparison to this guy. Like everyone that you have presented our family with has been nothing in comparison to this man. Yeah. And you need to think about why 
you are doing this and your experiences you've had with this man, well, I understand and I will still love you as your big sister regardless mm -hmm. of the decisions that you make. We're at the altar now. Kelly, man. <laughs> We're at the altar now. And they're all saying, you know, you can, like, I've always believed that you can tell a lot about a person's mentality from the language that they choose to use. And when I say mm. language, I don't mean like English, French, Spanish, whatever. I'm talking about the kind of phrases and words and the way that they construct their sentences, right? Okay, so you were saying that you can tell a lot by so the language someone the uses. The language, the way they construct the sentences, the words that they choose to use. So she's now... <laughs> No, hold on. First of all, yeah, these people, I say these people, the ministers, the people officiating the weddings. Uh, oh, oh, my gosh. Can we, like, <laughs> side note while we talk about the ministers. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Who? Netflix. Netflix. We had need to have a conversation with your script writers. <laughs> Because I can tell that that was season one because they weren't on job. They weren't on job. What did the first one say? The first one. Who was the first one? The black, the black lady. Who was the black lady? But who was she? Who was she? She was officiating Gigi and, and Dom, the... Gigi and Damien. Damien, that's the Whoa, she, you know what? I have never not been able to back a black woman the way <laughs> I was not able to back her. The problem with that, that it's just, it was just so mad. <laughs> Because what they keep doing in every episode, they keep each other. They keep emphasizing the fact that, that, that they met, they 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 connected before they even saw it, saw each other, and you're going to prove today if love truly is, is blind, blind or not. Oh, yeah, yeah. So are you gonna go down and you know live in holy matrimony, or are you gonna walk away from each other? Forever. They've oh, clearly, this Netflix writers have clearly given these ministers a script that they have to incorporate into um, into their their speech. I guess so. But when I tell you, <laughs> this black lady could not finesse this I script. Maybe it's because she was the first one, and the writers hadn't finessed the script yet. The writers were awful. Do you know what I mean? Listen, like, we're not going to give you your props anyway. So. Place. They were at the altar and what they've done, instead of saying, um, we'll now hear your vows, they say, tell us your the thoughts. thoughts. Oh, I was so upset by that. <laughs> Guys, can I just say, this is why I'm upset, but you little things when it comes to weddings upset me because I'm the kind of, as much as I'm very, tom, I have tomboyish mannerisms from time to time. They've died out as I've got older. But I am someone who's been planning my wedding since I was eight years old. So there's things about weddings that I see them. I just get stressed by watching someone else's wedding. There's a reason why I can't even watch Don't Tell the Bride. So <coughs> when this woman said, or these ministers said, tell us your thoughts. I got, I got incest. Mate, so Kelly's thoughts were kind of like... I appreciate the time that we've had together. I'm grateful for the opportunity that we've, um, that you've given me. You know, kind of like, like you're about to hand in your resignation type of language. Yeah, the kind of, the kind of thing that you give in your leavers speech. <laughs> Legit. So what they did. And at this time, I would like to have you know that I'm sitting on the couch 
blanket to my mouth because I can see the writing on the wall and I'm upset. <laughs> At this point, the minister asks, they asked Kenny first, right? Which is No. They Did they? No, they didn't. No, they didn't. They didn't ask him first. They asked her. And you were like, oh, why are they asking the women first? Why are they putting them mm. through this humiliation? Mm. So they asked her if she would take Kenny to be her lawful wedded her husband, to having to hold health and sickness, or that better, jazz. worse, forsaking all others, blah, 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 blah. You really know the vows. I don't. Ha, fam. Fam. Listen, anyway, that's a whole other conversation. Okay. And then my girl said, um, I can't. <laughs> And I was listen, irate. Listen. No, no, no. She said I can't, and I'd be really, gl- uh, I'd be really grateful if you could respect my decision and she at walks. this moment. And, she and then she walked out. Listen, faces dropped. This was match made in heaven. No drama. Smooth sailing. Ne- Ke- Kelly and Kenny. I mean, come on. Even the names were a match. It was match. Anyway, so everyone's upset. everyone's face is like. I want you to know that I'm upset. <laughs> and I feel like were, were they the like they were the first couple we saw where the bridesmaids and groomsmen like actually gave us a wedding march. Mate, they pop up. Oh, it was mad. And then she walks down the steps with her from, sister from the from the platform bit. Was she one of her sisters? And she walks she? out. Yeah, her sister walked her out. And everyone is gobsmacked. Like this was this was a this was a done deal, fam. Anyway, everyone is gobsmacked. And then Kenny, being the guy that he is. Well, I tell you that the spirit of Christ <laughs> the King in is is in Kenny. Kenny because oh Kenny then stands there and he says, What did he say? He gave basically gave the most beautiful speech about how Okay, they went into the experiment. This is what they went to do. They went to find love. He basically apologized to... Oh, yeah, he to basic- the family. He is to the families, like, you know, that this was a possibility and I'm sorry that we have put you through this. He... T- but I would like to interject and just backtrack a little about how before Kelly had even got there... He was having a conversation with her side of the family. Really? Like, he was basically like, hi, guys. Nice to see you. Nice to see you, too. I'm really excited. Like, they were having the most lovely mm-hmm. conversation. The speech that Kenny gave about, you know, I'm sorry to our families and friends for putting you through this. He didn't say anything disparaging. Me. He was he basically gave them a speech to put his guests at ease. And while he was talking, the Kelly's mom, mom Kelly's turns, mom. To, turns oh. to Kelly's father and to her bridesmaids and was like, I love this man. Her heart was broken, fam. Listen, you could tell she the, was the family. Wounded. The family, Kelly's... You know what? I said this. I said this to Z. I was like, Kelly's family are going to walk. Like, they're going to walk <laughs> out of the vicinity. They're going to make sure the camera doesn't see them. And they're going to flog this girl. Oh, they're actually mate. going to flog her. And if I could jump through. Give me the mic. If I could jump through the screen. Mercy. To also assist in the flogging, I would. Kelly was doing bits, fam. It's the fact that. Out of nowhere. I mean, I caught bad vibes in episode nine, but bear in mind, this is only Definitely. 10. I, this Definitely. is only ep- 10 episodes. Up until then, you wouldn't have seen it coming. And I was, I was so heartbroken for Kenny. I was so heartbroken for him. Also, bear in mind the age difference between them. Kelly was... It's not that deep, though. No, no, it's not deep. But I was just there, like, he handled himself with more maturity than she did. Mm-hmm. And he's 27 years old and she was 33. And 
oh, my heart my heart was just broken for him the 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 decorum and the respect in which Kenny conducted himself with I actually asked myself is this man human listen Kenny, what's his Instagram me. I'm joking nah <laughs> listen I've been putting in my bid first you'll wait you'll wait mind your face your front mind your own but um oh one thing we need to mention I really didn't like how the cameraman dealt with him Fam? listen talking okay. to the mic so I apologize that was fully in your face yeah in my so. right up in my nostril <laughs> They followed Kenny and they're like, so do you think you would want to marry her in future? Uh, are you still going to continue with the relationship? And he's like, I don't want to talk about this. Why would you ask me that? This is not appropriate. He asked them to stop recording several times. He asked them at least three. And they just continued recording, continued like, it's like they were trying to get him to react do you know what I mean? Like, they were really trying to get under his skin so that he would give a reaction. And he was he just... Want, they wanted the reaction that Gianna had. G- Listen, we're not there yet. We're not there, we're not yet, there but yet, but they they basically wanted an explosive reaction because the way he was acting, like I said, it was so much decorum. And I'm like, the man's heart is breaking. Me. Because he would have married her. Me. And he's asking you, please stop recording, please... Even before he said stop recording, he's like, how can you ask me that? Because it's not fair to me and it's not fair to her yeah. for you to be trying to coax those kind of answers out, out of me. He's like, I don't even know what... Like, I have been left at the altar. I don't even know what I want. And the cameraman kept persisting. I was like, you are disrespectful for this. Yeah, definitely. You are awful people. You should be like... I understand that this is all in the name of TV and ratings, but you... you Sorry. you should You should have a level... Like, this isn't Love Island. Yeah. Though, in all fairness, I've never watched a single episode of Love Island. Well, I have. So, I can't even compare it. <laughs> and, I, like, the need... <sighs> when we talk about how, you know, some of these shows need to be respectful of people's mental health, it's stuff like this. Thank like, the, the need to have a reaction at the expense yeah. of someone's mental health. <laughs> and this person... Because I know we're jumping ahead... But even with Gigi, she asked the cameraman, leave me alone, stop recording. And this man chased her down the street. <laughs> Should we talk about them? Okay, so yeah. No, ba- wait, wait, wait. Well, ba- wait. yeah, because Kelly and Kenny are basically done unless we're going to talk yes. about them at the reunion. But you wanted to talk about your favourite couple. No, because my, my favourite couple will be lost. No. No, they won't. Lauren and Cameron. Yeah, they're not going to be lost. Why can't they be lost? Because we don't have much to say about them. Okay, basically, put it like this. Lauren and Cameron, the interracial couple, my girl Lauren is black, Cameron is white. They are perfect. Done. We're done. No drama. That's it. Even oh, no, we, drama we, wasn't really drama. It, it was just like the kind of things that you would you would have even in just normal life. Like um, you're marrying into someone's family and you're marrying someone from a different culture than yourself. So okay, maybe we do kind of have to get into it. Not really. There's not much to get into. It's really not, like, hold, hold, hold on. Because, really, yeah. Okay, well, we do have to discuss the fact that they said, like, I love you in three days. Yeah. Which we, but we didn't know. How. I, I found that ridiculous. I'm not going to lie. I did as well. I was but, like, what? I, I should also <laughs> preference this by saying love is blind. I started, I got to episode five before I got to Z's house. So we did, when we decided we were going to do this podcast... I had to basically re-watch with her. So I had to watch her reactions the way. <laughs> and we, because 
And this is basically a sum up of like the whole how we felt about the whole show. And I feel like because Z and I are from the same denomination of church. We're both Christian. We're both SDA. And I feel like what we've been taught about love is very practical. We have been taught from, I'll say, quite a young... Can I pause you right there? What? Can we discuss that one at the end? Because that one needs to come into 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 play with, with these next ones. Do you know what I mean? Which next? Who are the these, next? Uh, G and D. Are we really leaving Bennett I, I and, mean, like and Jessica last? Okay, fair. Yes. Okay, all right, fine. Yes. Okay, I will put on disclaimer because I was going to. T- <laughs> I was going to talk about how society. Um, our ideas of love are different. How idea uh, our society views love and maybe how we've been taught about love in the church. But I guess <clears throat> we'll we'll talk about that at the end. So we were both flawed when Lauren and Cameron were basically like, "I love you" on day three because we were both just like, "What? No." Three Days. Absolutely You're not. Playing games. Because he, I, I thought like, because he proposed on day five. He proposed on day five. And they said I love you on day four, I believe. I think it was day four. Okay. And then he proposed on day five, and then we didn't see them for two episodes because <laughs> they were. They we were, just saw clips of them on, on the. You know what? And the thing is, so maybe I had more belief in Lauren and Cameron because I started watching Love is Blind on the day the finale came out. So oh, okay. I had seen clips of basically Lauren and Cameron got married. I knew that they were going to make it to marriage. Okay. So maybe I guess I, I, I didn't have too much angst about them because we I knew what the end result was be. Yeah. But they handled their relationship even though it was very quickly. Maturity. So much maturity. And they had discussed things like because a lot of emphasis was put on the fact that uh, she's black and he's white. Which, having watched the reunion, I'm starting to think that the show emphasized it more than Lauren actually said it. Yeah, because the way she was like, you know, seeing as that was like the major topic on the show. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, oh okay. So La- it's like they discussed other things, but maybe the way it was edited was sort of made made it seem as though she was really fixated. Yeah, and she actually on wasn't him being, being white and her father not approving of his whiteness when he finally meets him and because mm. when you when you saw them at the wedding the dad was over the moon though crying whole time. But, the sight of his daughter he burst into tears when he was giving her away at the at the um wedding burst into tears when Cameron was saying his vows man was all smiles I was like oh that's, that's, but the way they had built though. it on the show was like like her father, gonna be her father was going to be so against the fact that he was white. Yeah. But I, what I saw is that Lauren and Cameron were basically the perfect example of how this social experiment can work well really if you well. have two mature adults taking this relationship by the horns, not just in the emotional but in the practical. Yeah. Because, yes, I, I think, you know what, working through... R- racial and cultural differences is a very important thing especially when you have someone like Lauren who had made it very clear that she is very pro-black and she actually had to work through the mental of can I still be pro-black and white man which is a discussion that loads of people will say yes to and some will say no to I'm of the mindset that you can be pro-black and married outside your race Mm. however I will say that over the past two years I, and we've spoken about this. Mm-hmm. 
I've had to open myself up to the fact that I may not be married to a black man, but that does not change my beliefs or my values. Yeah, because if you knew me beforehand, I was like, listen, listen, (laughs) it is a black man or nothing at all. So, yeah. So I I feel that it's a very practical thing to have. But Lauren and mm. Lauren and Cameron were having conversations about politics, about race, while they were still in the pods. It was kind of like the conversations you wish the rest of them had had. Yeah, I think that's why their relationship was actually as as deep as it got because they literally just like opened they, themselves up completely. They did what they were meant they, to do. Yeah, there weren't any kind of like skeletons in the closet or anything like that. Do you know what I mean? So. Yeah, it really worked. But one thing that I will say about um, Lauren and Cameron, it towards the end, it kind of seemed like Lauren was a little bit um, unsure about whether she was going to say yes when she got to the altar, and the the main reason for that was her independence and her her kind of she's been used to just being kind of like single and independent and doing her own thing, even when she went to see his house. Mm-hmm. He was just like, he was ready for her to move in. Guys, can we talk about like, Cameron's house? Cameron's yard was nice. Cameron's three-bedroom house. This man is 28 and he already has a plan. He wants to have kids. So instead of buying like a one-bedroom, whatever, he got the full thing. He's like, I'm going to fill this place with children. So that's basically me. And, and bear in mind, he's 28 and Lauren's 34. And is she 34? Mm-hmm. Oh, mad. But yeah, um, so <laughs> when she's like, um, yeah, do you, would you mind if I kept my apartment? <laughs> I, it just kind of made me wonder, like, you know, you think of kind of marriage in the sense of like two people get married and then they live together. Mm-hmm. But, and I've heard this being said before about people that don't have the desire to live with someone even after marriage. So it kind of just got me thinking, like say if if I was in a position, I would want to keep my place and rent it out. Mm. But the way she was speaking was kind of like, maybe she would be like hopping over there every now and again. Do you know what I mean? Like maybe she'd be spending like half her time there and half her time at his place or their, their place now. Um, and it just kind of made me think like, oh, is long it, distant is marriage. It, yeah, not a long distance marriage, but like a spacious marriage. Yeah. Where we're married, but we're not necessarily in the same house, you know? Do you know what I think that is? I think that that mentality she had is a result of the experiment, though. Because remember, she left the experiment single and on her own. She went into the experiment. She, yeah. She's coming back, having to now live with a man and now move into his house. Yeah, it's true. She, like, so when she came back from like being on Mexico, she didn't even go back home. Yeah. She had to now be living with him. That is a huge mental transition. Yeah. And she's clearly been single for a minute because her mum was talking to her about, girl, your eggs drying up. <laughs> so she's very much used to being by herself. Yeah. And it's not like, you know, you've had the transition. Okay. We're dating. Now we're mm. boyfriend and girlfriend. Now, if oh, you're yeah. of that persuasion, mm. then we move to move in together. Now we're engaged. Now we're getting married. Yeah. It literally, I went in single. I'm coming out to marriage. No transition. Yeah. I feel like... And this is on the space of six weeks. Yeah. Mm. Lauren didn't have time to adjust, which is what we see as the downside of that experiment. Yeah. But the problems that Lauren and Cameron... They weren't even 
wasn't really problems. They were very normal relationship things. Yeah. I feel like the show overhyped the... The race. Not even the race, but the, the more of the... Overall. Okay, the race and the meeting of her dad. Yeah. yeah which... Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, once we found out that, like, Cameron... Because there's little things that they did. Like, when they were on the holiday, like, Lauren... Because Lauren and Cameron are one of the couples that got bam checker wow wow on the first oh, night in Mexico. I'm like, okay, sis, I'm not mad at it. For you. Mm-hmm. But she went, like, the next morning she woke up and her hair was in a bonnet. And she, and Cameron was like, yeah, I'm cool with it. Mm. He was like, too cool with it. But then we find out later in the show that Cameron had been in a five year relationship with a black woman previously. Five years. So when like he was meeting Lauren's dad and he was and Lauren's dad was like, Have you even been in a room with all black people? Cameron was like, Sir, I'm built for this. Mate, it was mad. But yeah, it just kinda got me thinking because I actually saw an interview with Trevor Noah when he kind of touched on that whole thing of like, I can love you and still live in a different house. Like like marriage doesn't have to look the way that we have known it to be conventionally. Do you know what I mean? And mm. there's a th- and that wasn't the first time. There was a lady that came up, I think, on the Steve Harvey show. Mm-hmm. And she talked about how she wanted to... She was engaged, I think, but she didn't want to live with her husband when they got married. Mm. And Steve Harvey was like, uh, what? <laughs> he kind of really... He kind of ridiculed her for it a bit. In all but fairness, Steve Harvey to... should be the last person really handing out marital advice, I'm just saying. Okay, okay. That's I feel like that's coming from somewhere that I'm not... I'm not um, aware of steve harvey has like his marriage with mar with march his current wife marjorie i I feel like it's either his second or his third marriage but he definitely cheated on his first wife okay because you know like you know like his kids come on the show Mm. not all of them are like his biologically like four of them are marjorie's from like her previous marriage okay and do you know that like marjorie's only like a few years older than his oldest daughters oh i see okay so it's like when you find out like the history of like some of his advice makes sense. But when yeah. you find out the history of Steve Harvey, it's like, sir, you're actually not really in the position that you take <laughs> on to be giving out all this marital all this advice. advice. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. So um, what was I saying? It's not all people want to live with their spouse. Yeah, yeah. It's just something that I'm hearing more and more these days. And I'm wondering if maybe we need to kind of Revisit that? Revisit it or just review it a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Because um, not all... The... the What do you call it? The um, the mould doesn't fit everyone. True. And that's with everything. Very true. So, yeah. That was that was my takeaway from, from Lauren and Cameron. <laughs> mm. I just feel like she needed, she needed time. Yeah, but... They're, they're good though. We, we don't have to do too much talking about Lauren and Cameron. They were my favorite couple. They were basically <laughs> perfect. They they were just mature in how you handle things. Like they yeah. talked about real issues. The race thing actually wasn't that important. Mm-hmm. People were on board. We loved them. They got married for the win. Yeah. Oh, and the Reverend at their wedding. <laughs> listen. <laughs> Man had the full uniform. Yeah. You listen, he had the minister's robes. I love that. The only thing that gave me so much joke was when they were the minister asked Lauren her thoughts and she gave a little bit of time in saying yes. The look on her brother's face <laughs> was like, can you just get to it, please? He was like, negress. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? 
Oh, they were cute, man. It was cute. And they were the first ones we saw get a wedding reception. We're like, ah, finally. <laughs> the wedding reception, you know. Okay, okay, so yeah, Lauren and Cameron, perfect. We move. So are we moving to Mark and Jess? Has her name Jess? No, because we need... Because oh, Mark, we, Mark we, and Jess fall I also think... into Amber and Burnett's situation, which we might as well get oh, Gigi and Damien out of the way. I completely forgot about Amber and Burnett, you know. Bruh. Like, I, what? Because were there that many couples? Oh, there were six. There In were my six. head, I'm counting five. Okay, Because so. we did Carlton and Diamond as well. Oh, mate. So how do we do this? Because these last three were just some madness. We're going to have to condense because we've already been like an hour. Yeah, okay, so. So, wait, hold on. <laughs> um, Let me find out we're not recording. <laughs> no, we are. Praise God. Oh, mate. Okay. We're 23 minutes. We're going to have to condense. Okay, you know what? Let me... We have to do G. We have to do Gianna. This, her name's not Gianna, actually. It's I'm. I'm just. They I'm, were calling her Gigi. We'll call sure. her Gigi. So, yeah. Gigi and Damien. We have to talk about them. I feel like I want them to be second last because there's so much to unpack with that one. But we can't because Mark and Bennett fall, fall into, into Amber and sorry. Okay, can we do them last then? Really? Yeah. Gigi and Damien are the ones you want to finish this off on. Yeah. I want to end on a positive. It's not positive. It's not positive. <laughs> When we watched oh, the reunion and you saw... Okay, you... Shh, shh, shh. okay right. We're we going to talk about Gigi and Damien right now. Okay. Did Gigi she, and Damien. This chick just shushed me I on my own even, podcast. I've been shushing you this whole time. Oh, my what God. What do you mean? Oh, anyway, my gosh. Gigi and Damien, yeah. I didn't really pay too much attention to them, you know, when they were in the pods and stuff. Until, I didn't either. Until the proposal. That thing irked the life. I didn't like it, but I. Oh my days! But I've been said I don't like women proposing. No, no, no! You're not even Tasha, man. What? The art of storytelling. Listen, okay, this is how it went. Okay, fine. Then you hold this mic and then you tell the story. Let me get comfortable. This is how it went. Yeah. He's in the pod. He asks. He's he's you know giving this whole speech talking about blah 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 love whatever. Then he says to her, "Will you marry me?" Yeah. And then the bitch said no. She said no. She said, "I want you to stand up right now." So he stands up because he was on like, his knee. He was on. Oh yeah, they they get on one knee. <laughs> Why did they get on one knee if I can't see you though? Anyway, because I guess it's still symbolic. I suppose. So anyway, um, she says, "I want you to stand up," and she's talking about how um, um, she she's his equal and she wants to walk beside him not behind him so she's gonna get down on one knee bruh it made me and sick can i'm asking will you marry me and obviously my guy was besotted he said yes it was gravy it made me sick i believed their love i really did i was like oh okay i haven't really been seeing you lot i believed it but can i just say the idea of a woman getting down on one knee bring the mic closer please <laughs> it makes me sick um, I, been, I feel like sick is a strong word. But no, it does. No, I was talking to Asela about this on the previous pod. I didn't get to upload it. But I had been speaking to her about the whole leap year tradition of women getting... Um, Skip me. Can I... Jeez. And I and because I haven't uploaded this, I need to reiterate it. Guys, you know those tweets that people send out saying... If people send out saying that, you know, how would you let your followers know that you have been kidnapped or tortured or whatever... <laughs> Um, if how would you let your followers know now normally what I tweet out is that if I say something along the lines of I hate Beyonce 
I no longer like BTS or Taylor Swift is the be all and end all of music, then that is me being held under duress. However, if you see a video of me being me down on one knee, my whole five foot self proposing to a man. So I'm what I level with his belly button. Please know that I'm under duress. I've been kidnapped. Save me. It is not me because the idea makes me so physically sick in my stomach because I, me, myself and I, I just personally believe that if I have to promote to a man, it's because he doesn't want to propose to me. He doesn't want me. Oh. And I have had to, I've had to take it into my own hands, but because, just know that the idea of me getting down on one knee to a man makes me ill. So watching Gigi do that to me, oh, well, my spirit was not okay. <laughs> okay, so we go on holiday now. My reaction may have been a bit violent. <laughs> we go on holiday now. Mm. And it's just great. First day, Gigi is on it, boy. On it! She's like, I'm not hungry anymore. And he's like, you know, I want to take, take things at your own pace. Because she was like talking about you know he's like oh are you talking about sex and she was like yes because she said something like it had been 365 days oh yeah she was counting days man. i was like so, what, you know what it's I been 300 she, and whatever when and i, I was clocked like, that uh, she was just talking about it's been under a year i was like sister and relax <laughs> so he's like you know i don't want to i don't want to make you please. feel pressurized she was on it i made the story sorry I don't want to make you feel pressurized. We can go at your own pace and da 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 da. And she was like, okay. And then um, he's like, uh, she's like, oh, I'm, what did she say? I'm not hungry anymore. And he said, what And about then dessert? he's like, oh, what about dessert? And she's like, I'm I dessert. am dessert. <laughs> <laughs> we scream. Bars. So, Gigi, like, hold on. Gigi reads, man. Gigi's got bars. Yeah, legit. So we're like, okay. Or we should also guys. mention, Gigi's from Venezuela and she taught herself English from yeah. reading books. Yeah. So we're like, oh, believing the love. They're just inseparable. They just she can't. jumped him. They just, they're just so, just, ah, oh, they're just on each other. Do you know what I mean? And then I think this is like day three because the first night, they get there in the evening, they spend the first night together. Then the next day they go on like an adventure somewhere. Like they go and do something. Is this where they were on the boat? No. This wasn't on the boat. Because the second day they do something. Oh, they went for the massages. Oh, yes. Yeah, they went for the massages on the beach. And then in the evening, they saw that um, they were set up to have dinner with the other couples. Mm-hmm. And it's like every one of them was surprised to see the other couples. We right? need to be in the middle. We need to hold in the middle. I'm telling the story. But still, can I made commentary. Can I please tell the story? Go on. So they see the other couples. Everyone's talking about how they smashed the night before. And it was like this and blah, 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 blah. all these graphic details. Yeah. Everyone's cheersing each other. And Damien started it off with the mandem, you know. Fam. He was loving his life right there. <laughs> so <laughs> Living my best life. So, second day now, they go on a boat ride. Yeah. And Damien is just there. He's like laying on... That, that man's pale. He's so pale. Like, he's the colour white. That, when he took off his shirt, I was he like, He is an wow. A4 sheet of paper. Guys, when you see me <sighs> lamenting on Twitter about how they make these... They try and make these Koreans who are highly melanated look like an A4 sheet of paper. Damien actually is an A4 sheet of paper. I was really shocked. I was really shocked. I didn't actually know that people like this existed. I, 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 I have a friend that looks like that. But anyway. Ah! Um, yeah, so... To be pasty. They, 
they're sitting on the they're laying on the boat and he's just catching a tan no, or whatever. This is a massage. No, no, no. I'm talking about day two. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's talking about how he's really enjoying his time and he's just happy to just stay in this bubble. He's not looking forward to going back because he's not what do you say? He's like he doesn't want to go back to work and, and drama. drama. Gigi's like, what drama? <laughs> My girl kicked off. You, she was not having. He was like, I, I'm just enjoying being here. Being no, in the because moment. he said, "What drama?" And when she said, "What drama?" and he kept it vague. He was just like, "Oh, work and stuff." Guys, when I tell you that this woman went from zero to one thousand, not even a hundred, <laughs> one thousand, she went. She skyrocketed to Jupiter, mate. It was mad. She got so angry. It was mad, and I was like, you know what? I can understand where she's coming from. No, like, I couldn't. Like, I understood her reaction. Because all of a sudden, this person that's been super open with you all this time, all of a sudden, is just like tight-lipped. Do you know what I mean? But her reaction was mad. <sighs> just couldn't breathe and just stormed off. I mean, they're, they're in the middle of like the sea. They're in a the boat. Ocean. Like, sis, where are you going? She's not going anywhere. She just went below deck. <laughs> and then they get... This is why I don't like boats. <laughs> because there's nowhere to run. It's you and the water. They get to the house. I mean, they yeah, they get back to the resort. the resort and they talk it out. And then he explains how he actually has taken more time off work than he was supposed to. So he was because afraid. of this experiment. Yeah. He was afraid that when they go back, he's going to be out of a job and what, what, what. And he, he wants didn't. to provide for her. And he, yeah. And he wants to be that man that provides for his woman, blah, 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 blah. So then they talked it out and it was all calm. We should but, also mention their ages. Gigi is 25 and Damien is 27. Yeah. Why do their ages matter? It does. Why? Because it tells us the maturity of these people. Mm. No, girl, mm. it does. It mm. does. It that does. One. It does. Jess and Mark, fam. You can't tell me age tells you about someone's maturity. I feel like on some we're dealing with two young we're dealing with two young people though. Younger ish people. <sighs> anyway, I think we have to start speeding up because we're running out of time. Yeah, but, we do. The thing with, okay, you know what? The thing with Gigi and Damien, right, is that their relationship was so fiery, especially when they moved in together. It was like Gigi had no, (laughs) she had no control. When she felt something, she felt it. And she's that person. She kind of reminds me of me, to be honest. She's that person that if she feels something, she wants you to feel the same thing that she's feeling. So she's going for the jugular. Do you know what I mean? When she was like, you know... um, We need to build. You know, uh, we can't build. We ain't got time. Okay, but we're going to have to tell them when we say she went for the jugular. I'm about to say it. It's peak, fam. Now you say it. You want me to say it? Okay, fine. It's too deep. No, wait. Wait. Backstory, yeah. This is they've moved in together. Wait, was this their second fight? There was a second one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this wasn't is... the social media fight before this one? Was it before or after? I feel like it was after. No, the so- I think the social media fight was first. Was first? Yeah, well, the one where they were in the oh, gym yeah, right, and she was right. talking to him and he, he was, was like... on his phone for three seconds because he was pausing his music and she went off. She was and like... she kicked off. She kicked off, like, only for him to... Here's the thing you had to love about Damien. When Damien clapped back at her, Damien clapped back with receipts. <laughs> receipts and my girl couldn't take it my girl really actually couldn't take being called out on her own mess and then she just flips it like like she tried she really 
What this is what I didn't like. It's Maybe. toxic because what Gigi would try to do, she'll try to flip it like it's your fault. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then when Damien came at her with in words in his mouth, that when, he never said exactly. When Damien came at her with receipts, she would take it like he's attacking her. Mm-hmm. So, w- just a quick example: when Dame, when she tried to come at him in the gym, saying "You're on your phone when I'm talking to you," he came he back with like, receipts oh. of like. Oh, is this what we're doing? Because, fam, you are on your phone so much, especially when I'm talking to you, that I actually think that you prioritise your social media over me. Mm-hmm. Listen, and Dame, Lord, Lord love Damien because <laughs> Damien had the patience that I don't possess. Yeah, it was real. So that was the first fight. The second fight, I can't remember how it started. No, let me tell you how it started. Yeah. Go on, go nice. on, go on. It's Damien, um, Gigi, Lauren, and Cameron at the kitchen table. <gasps> Burnett's at, birthday. At Burnett's bir- oh, birthday Burnett, party. Burnett, right? Burnett, if you ever hear this podcast, I'm so sorry for what you went through on that day. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You didn't so deserve. The- <laughs> you need to put the mic on the No, you're problematic. You're, you're just too emotional right now. Let me tell the story, okay? Fine. So. The- How the audience <laughs> hear both of our conversation? It's all right. It's all right. We're going to get there. So, they're having this conversation. They're just having a conversation, like these two couples. And um, what's her name? It was Damien Lauren. and... Lauren. Yeah, that Lauren was there. Yeah, yeah. So Lauren is explaining how she's having difficulty um, having to live with a man, especially seeing as she's used to being alone. She's used to living by herself. Mm. And then Damien said something like, yeah, I can see that. And then she kind of took offense. She's like, oh, you can see it? Like, what does that even mean? And he's like, you know, I can, I can see why... You would, you know, like, I, I can see that you're the type of person that likes being alone. But it was just like, it was just like a weird, awkward conversation. And he kept going. And like, Lauren was being sarcastic and just kind of like offended. Like, I just don't want to talk to you anymore. It, it, he did make it unnecessarily awkward. And I can <laughs> see why Gigi was embarrassed because Gigi even tried to stick up for Lauren. She was like, Listen. let's she just kind of like let, let's not do this he's like yeah like he's she, she was like stop backing her into a corner and he was like uh no yeah he, he she just just doubled down right yeah <laughs> so Gigi storms off i think he was just trying to be funny but his humor is really awkward yeah right so then Gigi just like she looks left she looks right and then she walks off <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like oh okay, okay. So then he follows her and he's like, why would you embarrass me like that? Like, why would you walk away? And she was like, I walked away because that was really awkward for me. Now, here's the thing. Yeah. I don't know if it's my upbringing. Yeah. Okay. When you're with your partner, even if you disagree, you back him like he's so correct. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? Like, like, say, for example, if I'm at, a, I'm at, I don't know, some networking event or whatever, mm-hmm. and my babes, I, I strongly believe that the earth is round. But okay. my babes is like, the earth is flat. I'd be like, yes, babe. Tell no. them the earth is flat. No. When we get behind closed doors, I'd be like, listen. <laughs> I'm going to need you to look you. at the encyclopedia. I've got you, but we can't have that happen again. This, this cannot repeat itself. And we talk about it behind closed doors these man can i tell you what my upbringing is oh though? my days okay so here's my thing i i don't know if i could maybe because i haven't been in a relationship in a minute and you are in one so maybe why I need, are you put my business in the streets like that? no one knows who you are can you relax please you just said my name i said z did i say your government name 
Is, it, is the letter Z your government name? Can we just move on? Is the letter can Z we? your... So you can now... We? You now have copyrights on the whole of the letter Z. Tasha. Yes? Do you have any idea how many people know me as Z? Not everyone who listens to this pod. You were saying... Anyway, my bad. <laughs> but no, I was just saying... Secret, oh, you're so annoying. <laughs> you're actually the worst. I'm the best though. Really. Oh, I cannot stand <laughs> you. But the point... As, as I was saying... So maybe there's some things I'm a, I'm a bit rusty on that I can ask, you know, people, my married friends and whatnot, like, what do you do in this situation? But I don't know if I can back the whole situation Wait. of... Uh, let me let me land, please. I don't know if I can back the whole situation. You, my baby is going on like the earth is flat, and I'm trying to like no, but you That's know, an extreme example. Okay, but I see what you mean. I feel like what I would because if there's one thing I don't believe is I don't believe in couples embarrassing each other publicly. Like, you and I can go. You and I can do battle behind closed door. I do not mean physical battle, as in like you and I can beat. I mean, if it's arms, it's arms. You know I, mean? I mean, I'll win if it's not. <laughs> okay, I'm but the po- the po- no, we don't believe in physical violence. But what I'm saying is that if you and I can go at it behind closed door, but we do not do things like that in public spaces in front of people, whether we know them each other or not, but we do not embarrass each other publicly. And there's no reason for us to um, be arguing, especially in front of friends, especially at someone's birthday. Like, don't make it awkward for other people being in our presence. Me. So I feel like I no, I feel like what Gigi Gigi because Gigi was trying to smooth it over, mm. but I feel like there was there was there was ways she could approach was off. Man. Yeah, it was like th- you you could have put your hand on like you know what, babe, let's go. Hand let's on go, the arm. Hand on the arm, or if or you wa- change the subject yourself, or how about babe, let's go get some ice. <laughs> go get ice. Let's just go get some ice. Mate, so here's the thing, yeah. But no, they this... stormed off into it. The open plan room. Yeah, literally, it's open plan. The pl- the, the, it's open no plan. Room. They start having this mad. She starts swearing at him. And I think she called him an MF. You know, she called him a motherfucker. Fam, it was mad. It was mad. A you, lot of what, things were said. What a, one thing you will never do is swear at me. Fam, she went off. When I feel like I'm going to implement what Will Smith and Jada, there will be no swearing at each other. We will not. It just can't. It was mad. And this is in front of everyone. So it's like mad awkward. And this is the This first is at Bennett's birthday. This is the only time that we see Damien actually get vexed. As in like, he's been angry, but this time he's pissed. And I couldn't blame and him. He is I like, couldn't blame him. Yelling, and he's yelling too. Because most of the time she starts yelling and he's like, don't yell at me. Like that. Like he's just... Damien been handling himself with decorum, <laughs> but this time Damien was like, no. Wait, so me, da- this is what Damien this is very African. Damien was like, Me too. Me, I can also yell. <laughs> <laughs> so it was kinda like the whole thing with, with that whole argument was wild. The next day things are tense in the house. No one's talking to each other. Mm-hmm. She's getting ready, she's making breakfast, whatnot. He's in the bedroom. He's on his phone, just like, whatever. Mm. And she's like, oh, come talk to me. I don't want to leave when things are awkward like this. Nah, 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 nah. He's like, I need a minute. And he just carries on just sitting in the bed. And I think because he didn't come when she said come, she just got in her feels again. Because that's what Gigi then, does. If, G- if she doesn't be, get, if if she she doesn't doesn't get it, it when she wants it. It's all it's gloves. War. It's World War Three, with a touch of four. So she goes. Um, what did she say? I it don't was, even want to get this wrong. 
Can I she just says, say that her saying this, well, I just want to preface it, but her, the, the comment that you're about to hear was so random. She it, was, she was, she goes for the jugular fam. Mm. So she goes, um, you know that, you know how you say that um, this is the best, best sex you've had in your life? Like this is the best sex of your life? Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, have you noticed how I haven't returned the compliment? Fuck. I <laughs> screamed. I was like, what does that have to do with anything? I screamed. And then she starts talking about how she was feeling butterflies when they were in the pods and when they were on holiday. And she's like, I don't feel those butterflies anymore. Basically, Which is she you telling me him. you don't love him anymore. Yeah. And it's just, this relationship goes up and down and up and down. So let's cut and, too because we've got like 17 minutes left. Yeah. And the thing is like, for me, yeah, he really tried. He took her on the little helicopter ride and... He's doing all these things and got the chef and whatnot, whatnot. Damien really he tried. He really tried. Because let me tell you how, let me tell you how most of the guys I know would have been out before then. Mate, it was mad. It was mad. It was G- mad. It was G- mad. Gigi. And the thing is. Are we, even, we even need to mention the fact that when they met the parents, Gigi's parents said in front of them, our daughter is not ready. Yeah, legit. Not you, Damien. Our daughter's not ready. It was mad. And, like, the thing is, the way that their relationship went so hot and cold. Gigi and it therapy. was so, like, emotionally just charged all the time. If it had been the other way around, if Gigi was the male and Damien was the female, we would have been screaming for him to leave for from her. day one. Yeah. It, uh, it, like, if, that if the, was an abusive relationship. If, that, if the roles had been reversed... They would have been Ofcom complaints. Yeah, legit. It was mad. Which, which I think tells us about how we how we view men and women in toxic situations. Mm-hmm. Like we somehow don't take it as seriously when if it's the guy when if the toxicity, if that's a real word, is being aimed at the guy. Because mm-hmm. when I tell you, if you don't watch the show, like if you watched it, you saw it. But if you don't watch the show, the way Gigi was is like. It's it's not only it's like it's my way but the highway, but it's it's the it's, it's the, not the highway. I'm coming for you. It's the aim to hurt you. Yeah. Like this girl did not care what she said, Mate, or amazing. how she said it, or who it was in front of. She just oh, she had no control. She had no control at all, at all, at all. And at she all. did say that she was a self sabotager, but okay. See, this is the problem that I have with people recognize you have a problem. Mm-hmm. Don't then just be like, okay, I'm a self-sabotager. Cool. And be done. Like, I'm a self-sabotager. Just accept me for who I am. I just sabotage. Like, that's me. And I'm like, okay, but what are you doing to change that? If you recognize this negative trait in yourself, what are you doing to change that? She wasn't really doing anything to change it. She would she just was fly in, off the handle. She was in deep need of therapy. Oh, my day. So cut to when we get to the wedding and basically... The wedding was beautiful. The wedding was her dress so was not nice. nice. Her dress looked like a prom dress. Her dress did look like a prom dress, but like she was saying such. She was. Nice she's things. a beautiful woman. She's a beautiful woman. She was saying such lovely things, and then they asked her if she would marry him, and she said some more lovely things, and then she said, "Of course." And then they asked him if he would marry her, and then he just started crying. Damien looked like he was going to throw up. Turned red, and then that red was the girl was purple. Girl was purple, and I was like, "He's not going to say yes." I agree. Then it went to next episode. No, you disagreed with me. I was like, "He's not going to say yes," and you're like, "Nah, they're going to come back. It's just playing up." Blah blah blah. I was like, "Okay, 
Watch him say no. Because <laughs> he loved her. He loved her. Then they come back and uh, he said no. Shock. Horror. Man said no. And I was like, yes, that was the right thing to do. She kicked off. It was, it was war. The most psychotic thing I saw. She said, she said let's sit down. Let's no, talk. No, but when she and said, then in, no, in it's two a way, minutes, she was ready to leave. It's the way she said, since we don't know how to talk, let's talk. But the way she picked up those chairs that were now stacked (laughs) up, it was like... I was scared for him. I was actually... I I actually wanted Damien to take a step back because I'm like, at any point, she's going to hit him. She's going to murder you. But you know what? There's something you said you wanted to talk about. You wanted to talk about the scene where she was with her mum and the mum was like, it would have been better if you had said no. And he said, yes, you wanted to talk about that. So here's my problem with that. She went running... Because she was so hurt and she was so embarrassed. She went running. and her Running mom, down the road. Her mum found her behind some bins somewhere. I don't know, right? And she's hugging her. When her mum found her, this is how I know this woman has potential to be just murderous. She was calm. She had cried. She had gotten all the emotion out. And then she was like, I'm fine. And she was comforting her mother. Her mother was crying. This is the problem. Her mum started bawling. Talking about it would have been better if he, if if you said um, no and he said yes, what what I like she was speaking in Spanish so I can't even remember what she was saying, but my problem is this: I'm the one that's going through it, yeah. Why are you crying? Do you see what I'm saying? Family shame. No, I'm assuming. I don't even care what it is. It's like be strong for me. Do you know what I mean? Because if I'm able to hold it together. And then I see you bawling over my situation. Mm-hmm. I'm falling apart. Yeah. That's just so unfair. Like, be strong for your people. If I start shedding a little tear, you can shed a tear with me. She was a mess. To the point where Gigi now was comforting her and telling her she's going to be okay. And I'm thinking, who who just got left at the altar here? Was it you or your mom? I can't tell. Because the woman was like, she fell apart. Well, maybe, like, maybe that's got something to do with the way Gigi is because Gigi said that a lot of the reason why she is the way she is is because of how her parents' marriage wrecked her. So I'm thinking, if your mum is not as helpful as you need her to be, like, I wonder what her mum was like when her mum was going through this divorce. Yeah, I feel that too. I feel that too. This is the maddest part. Yeah. Is this about Gigi and Damien still? Yes. Okay. We're going to move on. Yes. When they went to the conversation, she said, sit down. Let's talk, seeing as we're not able to talk. So then Damien's talking. She said what she had to say, right? She was pissed, obviously. Yes. And Damien's trying to explain that I can't get into this because one day you love me, the next day you don't. The next day you love me, the next day you don't. And I honestly didn't expect you to say yes today because I'm that uncertain about how you feel about me from morning to evening. Do you know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. Then, before he can even get all his words out... She storms up. She gets up in a rage. She's like... That chair, I'm I'm surprised that she didn't hit him with the chair. I self-sabotage. I kept pushing you away, and you kept coming back, and I kept pushing you away, and you kept coming back. And it's your fault. the problem with you? And I'm like, uh... When she said that, when she said that, that's why... (sighs) It's a wrap. We're going to jump... I'm going to say something about the reunion... Basically, Gigi and Damien are still together. I am. I, I don't know how I feel about that. No, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it because I feel like until I hear confirmation that Gigi is in therapist and her therapist has okayed her, I'm not because the way she flipped it when she said to him, 
I, she basically said, I've done all these terrible things to you and you keep coming back here. So what's your problem? Yeah, yeah. That, that, was, that, 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 un, that actually unsettled my spirit. That was wild. The way she's able to switch like that, it's like she's two different people. That's worrying. She's a, she's a sociopath. Okay, don't, don't, don't say sociopath. That's, whoa, easy, that's strong. We're not, we're not psychiatrists. But okay, we're not, I, I can't officially die. You know what that <laughs> reminds me of? I don't know if you ever watched Made in Chelsea. A long time ago. Okay, well, I didn't, but my sister used to watch. So I've seen, cli- I've seen some episodes, I've seen clips of old episodes. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember who these two are, but I feel like the guy, maybe his name is Spencer. I think he's like the, one of the OGs of yes. Made in Chelsea. But he is he the one who used to notoriously cheat? Yes. Okay, so he was having a conversation with the girl that he used to notoriously cheat with. With? Oh, okay. No, sorry. Oh, cheat on. Cheat on, his girlfriend. Yeah. And she was saying to him, why don't you respect me? They were on a bridge talking like, why don't you respect me? Why don't you respect me? And he was like, why should I respect you? I cheat on you all the time and you keep taking me back. Why should I respect you? Mm. And it was like the rudest thing on earth. But it's facts. But it's facts. And so that kind of took me back to the whole Damien Gigi thing. I don't know. I don't know if that was the same though. I don't know if that was the same scenario because they were talking about working through their issues. But it was just like he was making the effort, and she would make the effort for a day. She just wanted to. She just wanted to feel the butterflies, and if she wasn't feeling the butterflies, she would she would fly off the handle. We're gonna address these. We're gonna address these butterflies later, but we're gonna have to condense. Okay. This Jessica and Mark and Burnett and Amber. I don't think there's much to say about Burnett and Amber. I mean, I think their beginning was rocky because Burnett was like basically chirps and three girls. And all, telling them all that he was about to propose to them, and then <laughs> this is this is why I say that, that this these last this last two couples their story intertwined because I cannot be mad at Jessica for how things started with Bennett. I cannot be mad over her hurt feelings because. Amber didn't know this until maybe watching the show back. Yeah. It, okay, this is really hard because we're intertwining four. But basically, Jessica and Mark, they were the engaged couple that made that got down to the altar. On day one, Jessica was really vibing with Mark. Then she started talking to Burnett and she started vibing with him too. But Burnett was vibing with three, diff, <laughs> two other girls besides her. Now... But he said she was his top one. Yeah, she said that he said that Jessica was a top and the way it was even shown on the show was that he preferred Jessica. So when he even proposed to Amber, we were shocked because it was like, Sir, you call Jessica your top one. Nah, 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 nah. We need to go back on that one. I just this... want I just want to make it clear that Burnett was selling all of these women dreams. Mate. Like it when in Amber, talking... no, I just want to make it clear. Like in Amber's head, Amber was he. Amber was thinking, oh, maybe he said it in like a jokey manner, and she she took it seriously. She took it seriously. No, Me. when you watch the show, and I'm sure when even she watched the show, like Bennett sold each of these women fairy tales and love stories. So he says to Jess, yeah, in the pod sessions, I don't know what they're talking about. They're chit chatting, the convo's flowing, and then. She said something and then his response was like, I'm not going to ask you to marry me today. But I am. You know, that kind of mm-hmm. thing. So it's like if someone says, oh, I'm not going to give you 
that 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 hundred pound today, in your mind you're expecting it tomorrow or the day after. Do you but see you, what I'm saying? You definitely expect you're going to you be hundred pound. You're going to get the hundred pound. Then the next day, Jess is like to him, like they're playing this truth or dare, whatever. So he chooses truth, and then she says to him, "Oh, do you feel the same way about me today as you did yesterday?" Hesitation. Then he says, "I don't know," and she's like, "What?" Then he starts talking about how he's vibing with other people, whatnot, whatnot. Bear in mind, before this, looking at the reaction of Mark after she he had been talking to Jess, Burnett got a bit jealous. Not a bit. Not and then he a went bit. and spoke to her about it, and he's like, you know, other guys in the house are getting excited when they talk to you, so I just want to be sure that me and you are a sure thing because they're talking as though you and them are a certain thing. And she properly reassured him talking about, you know, how she was feeling him more than anyone and what a water and then broke it off with Mark. With Mark. And can I make mention, I actually tweeted out, Burnett is now only showing more vim for Jessica because the way Mark's been talking about her when he's around the legit, other guys. Legit. Because Burnett was happy to be in player mode until he started clocking that, wait a minute, Jessica's really out here with options with yeah, man. legit. So... When he then says, I don't know, she's like, I'm not playing these games with you. Because yesterday you were talking about marrying me and now you're telling me you don't know. You know what? I'm out. She peaced out. Then she went back to Mark. Started selling him all these dreams about how she's been thinking about it and she realised that he was the one. What, what, what. And I'm like, just tell him that you got rejected by the one that you really wanted but you're happy to settle for number two. No, because Jessica... Jess- oh, oh, the my dream... Gosh. The, she believed her own lies, you know. Jessica was believe. I'm sorry, I'm yawning. Jessica was believing her own lies from it from early. It was actually shocking to watch. It was shocking. It was mad. It was mad. She she really wanted him, but he just you know it didn't work out. So then he goes for Amber, breaks it off with the other girl. I can't even El- remember Elsie. Elsie, right? The way he cut, broke up with Elsie was <laughs> savage. I thought about everything that I want, and it's not you. Oh no. Anyway, savagery. <laughs> so he goes. He goes with Amber, and there connection is pretty much like wild like like they see each other they can't keep hands off each other he even goes over to the girl side of the house just so they spend like extra time together before he goes back to the gent's house on the holiday they're inseparable they're constantly like touching they were and it's very obvious that they're smashing like to everyone do you know what i mean and then they move into the house together and it's all like love and great and meet each other's families and whatnot and then for me this is where we just have to pump the brakes a little bit because when they go to mark's house Burnett's house she starts talking about his name is matthew oh my goodness i apologize i apologize i I, i'm 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 so sorry please because you couldn't mark and mark is jessica's fiance and then i corrected myself and i said Burnett. did you did you hear me say Burnett? Ah. Mm mm-hmm Okay, so they go to Burnett's house, yeah? They meet the dog, they see the apartment, which is a mess. Like, this man did not clean before he left the house. So then she starts talking about how she she has makeup credit card debt. No, the only credit card she has is a makeup Is a makeup credit because card. I, because she had... Put, no, put it like this. The only, that's the only credit card she can de- get because of her credit score. Yeah, her credit score is not great. She has student debt because she didn't finish uni. The degree that she didn't finish, even though she worked in the army for eight years. Yeah, and 
was it, it, it was, was like yeah it was like 20 grand in debt or something like that and mm. she's never made a payment so it's like getting worse and worse and worse and worse mm. and on top of that she says this is something that just wait hold on not... she and she was couch surfing so for a while she didn't even have a because remember they never showed us they never showed us amber's place yeah because she didn't own a house she was renting she said like every house that we saw they owned no so, yes no, because remember, even Mark's, Mark was living with his best friend. They didn't own it. They were house sharing. You mean to tell me she was homeless during that time? I don't know if it was homeless, but remember she said that she was couch surfing for a minute. So she said that even the, her living situation right now is a little precarious. Because yeah. Mark Mark lived with the best friend who was not cool with the situation. They, it, it was Mark, the best friend, and the best friend's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So, no, but... If you have the Amber situation was so bad that we couldn't even see the house. So I don't think the the issue that I had is the way she was like, I work to live, Mike. I don't live. I work to live. I don't live to work. She was very financially responsible. I was like, but yeah. So she wasn't. She wasn't financially responsible at all. I understand that you know because Amber's twenty six and Burnett's twenty seven and maybe there's some financial mistakes that you make that you need to work through. But can I think the thing that was concerning for us was how she wasn't trying to change that. Yeah, she was very comfortable. She said that she was planning. She wants to be a stay at home wife, Madame. How? <laughs> She would no. This is the thing, yeah. This is the thing that I think I found a little bit difficult because before you get into marriage, yeah, I, would they not have discussed that in the pod when they knew that they wanted to get married? No, but it's, it's because same. his face was telling me that he was not prepared for what was coming out of her mouth. Yeah. Do you no. know what I mean? In and the I feel, and I feel like no, in the middle. I feel like. <laughs> Like, I don't know. It just really threw me when she, because when she was saying it was like, this is me and this is how I am. And that's just what I'm about. So she she wasn't trying to say like, oh, I've got myself into this situation and I'm trying to get out of it or whatever, whatever. She says, oh, you know, I've Or the fact that I'm even working. Yeah. Or the fact that I'm even working. But. I I work to live. I don't live to work. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. So I'm supposed to just come and just inherit all of that by marrying you in two weeks' time. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. The other thing that I... The other issue that I had with the both of them, they were really, like, really well-matched. I, I won't deny that. They really were well-matched. And it's like, if you look at how... Um, Burnett was in terms of like his playfulness and his kind of kind of humor she was pretty much exactly the same and for both of them it seemed like the priority was just having fun even after they get married they still wanted to be able to have fun and goof around and you know be playful and this other kind of stuff and I'm like okay if that's your vibe that's your vibe but for both of them and for Burnett especially it seemed like they were getting into marriage for themselves not for the other person I didn't feel that. Sorry. Like, I didn't feel that with Amber. I feel like Amber was really... The love wasn't about her. She kept talking about how much she... He was had become her best friend. And she really wanted to give him oh, the yeah, love that, that she, he'd... Like, 
Amber was ready to treat this man like a king. Yeah. However, when Burnett was talking about marriage and love, it was everything that he could get from this love life. The mm. way I want to be loved, the way I want to be treated. Ne- unfortunately, never once, even not even up until their wedding day, did I hear Burnett talk about the kind of love that he was going to give Amber, the love that she needed. I didn't even hear that on the wedding day. That made me sad and that made me... um, And she didn't even speak to him on the wedding day until she got to the altar. And my and the sis was going through it. I really felt yeah, for her. It was deep because she he he had told her he had said, which I think is very this is very irresponsible to do. Yeah, he had texted her saying I'm freaking out. Yeah, she had tried calling him back. I think two or three times and he wasn't answering the phone. Mm-hmm. I was like, why would you do that to the girl? The night before the wedding. The night before. Him. Okay, here's the thing. If you're gonna if you're going to express that you're freaking out. Then, then have a conversation about it. About it. Yeah. Don't tell her that and then decide that you're not picking up. Because, what, like, remember all the other girls were, like, talking to their friends, their relatives, mm. and they were talking through their feelings. Like, the girl was just going through it. Yeah. She couldn't even smile. Yeah. And it's not because she couldn't smile because she didn't want to be there. It's she like couldn't. She didn't know if he was going to be there when they opened the door. And he should not have done that to her. Yeah. That was very unfair. As for her financial situation, just like I believe that Carlton should have told Diamond about his sexual orientation in the pod, she should have d- disclosed her financial situation in the pod. Mm. Like, or at least maybe even at the resort. Because, yeah. okay, maybe you might not want to tell someone who you're not sure whether you're going to get married or not, like, you know. Um, your financial situation, but she definitely should have said it in Mexico mm. because I'm like, sis, the man's an engineer. Now, I don't know what the average engineering salary is in the US, probably more than the UK, mm. but the kind of lifestyle that this man is kind of already living and then we're talking about now taking on a wife and a family if you want the if if you want the 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 white picket fence and the two point five kids and the dog and he already has the dog, <laughs> there need to be two steady incomes coming into this house. And you're really talking to this man about, um, I was it I was wor- oh, she was she said that um I work to old, live that yeah 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 and it killed me when she was talking about the wedding. Because she's like, oh, the alterations are going to be four. four no, the alterations were, were eight fifty, so four hundred pounds, and she wants real flowers. And she wanted real flowers, and she wanted this, and he's just sitting there like, he, uh. guys, you actually saw this man's soul <laughs> leave his body when she was talking about like the she's wedding stuff, all these things, and and, just there, and like, he has to basically just fork it exactly. <laughs> and the thing is, though. It's not like Amber is a trust fund baby. She's not like one of these people who we watched on Gossip Girl mm. where, you know, like Serena Vanderwoodson, who's like a socialite, but she comes from all this money. Yeah. No, like Amber came from like wh- where she lived. Humble beginnings. Yeah, very humble beginnings. So it's like, sis, where did you get this attitude from that you could li- really live life this way? And you're talking about, I want to be a stay-at-home wife. Yeah, that was a lot. I feel like for the life that she wants to live, I feel like you should have aimed for a richer guy. (laughs) But they got married. And it was beautiful. I don't feel like... It was truly them. It was... It, it was, was very them. them because they asked her if she would take him to be his um her her husband, and she said yes. And then they asked him, and there was silence, and there was silence, and then he got all serious faced, and she was like, "Oh my god!" And everyone in the 
you know, I almost said congregation. <laughs> everyone, everyone in the room was looking like, oh, my days. Like, is he really? What? And then he smiled at her, like that cheeky smile, like, oh, how'd you go in, didn't I? Kind of thing. And then she's just like, ah. And then they laugh it off. And he says, I do. And they get Those two are dogs. Yeah. They they were really well matched. I feel like we should And like his mum was so, like, she was just so like, oh, my God. <laughs> I saw when his parents smiling way more than they did when they, they, when they first met her. Yeah. And yeah. the thing is, though. Kudos to his brother for pulling him aside and be like, get serious, Listen. please. <laughs> yeah. Because as it's like true. as dorky as Burnett is and how they're both very suited for each other, I'm very ap- much appreciated there was people in everyone's life yeah. who were like, take this seriously. This is marriage. Like marriage is no joke. Yeah. It's true. Now Jessica and Mark. I'm tired thinking Jessica about it. I'm so upset. Mark. I'm so tired. Jessica and Mark so here's the thing when they go to the resort now because we've already established that she says yes to Mark right they get to the resort and she's like she doesn't want to rush into the whole sex thing why what it was good they go to sleep they wake up the next morning and she says oh my god you don't snore and you don't sweat so Maybe you could come into the cuddle zone. So there's not even no, hugs no, no. at this point. No, 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 no. You, you, you put, you've actually got that wrong. Have I? Yes, you have. She checked that he didn't snore. And no, she didn't, didn't check. Sweat. She made an announcement. She's like, here's what you are not going to do. You are not going to snore and you are not going to sweat. And then you can come into the cuddle zone. So it wasn't an observation like, oh, my gosh, you don't snore and you don't sweat. So it no, was an observation. It wasn't it? an observation. She Nothing. made an announcement to him like, no, because he like, had done those things last night. She's like, you, what you will not do. Like, am I a dog? What you will not do. And that. Am I your pet, though? Guys, when I told you. when the I level I, of disrespect. It's not even. It's, yeah, it's a level of disrespect. But I was actually enraged. I was so upset because I was like, snoring can happen under any circumstance. You do not have control over that. You don't have control of snoring. You can have a sinus problem. Mm. You can, like, when you have a cold and you're congested, you could, you snore. Like, there's so many circumstances as to why you can end up snoring. Now, let's talk about sweat. <laughs> Let, you, listen. Again, something that you can't control. But this is how I knew. This is how I knew that this woman was not sexually attracted to this man. I was like... She made the suggestion of like a pillow barrier between them or something. Before we even got to the pillow, (laughs) just the fact that she said you don't sweat. I was like, this woman has no interest in having any physical... She's not interested in having sex with this man because since when do you not sweat during sex? Mm, Like if it's good sex. True. If you're actually putting in the work. Putting in the work. If you put in the work necessary, then there is sweat. Is there not? Am I telling a lie? Yes. Yes, yes. She just, told him, you I don't just, sweat. It's made me wonder, it made me wonder if Jessica's ever had good sex. Oh my goodness. I have no, wait. Okay, no, I have. What do you mean by wait? What do you mean? There's just so much to unpack with Jessica. And I'm just like. You know what? That's my conclusion. Jessica's never had good sex. <laughs> She can't have because how do you make that announcement in bed? You don't but sweat. It's not, it's not. No, she's talking about when he's sleeping. Like, don't sweat in your sleep. How can you not? Maybe just sleep in a cold room. Who would I mean? do that? I don't know. Some people like that. Some people like to feel the cold on their face while their body is. Nah, cold. man. Here's the thing. And here's the thing. If you've just come out of carnal activity, 
unless you both jump into the shower afterwards, you will guys let's just put it like this i'm not gonna get i'm not gonna get too graphic but just know i feel like it's a bit late for that now i will have none like, of your judgment i'm not judging you i'm just saying facts like we've crossed that bridge a long time okay ago. fine we crossed <laughs> that a long time ago so then we'll ca- i'll carry on this trajectory i'm just saying that listen we're grown you I, don't like jessica of course i don't like jessica hence the shade it's not it's extra added shade you just you just shade you just said that you don't think she's ever had Good sex in her life, because how can you make that announcement? Like, how can you? How can you say as she adult like you? Him. That's yeah, it. Exactly, but it also makes me think that you cannot have had. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> that was... This house is haunted. Don't say that. Are you serious? I'm joking. It was my brother leaving his room. That's actually really. Don't. My heart actually stopped. Why would you say that? <laughs> you should have seen your face. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally be out to be like blood of Jesus. <laughs> There's too much to unpack with Jessica. No, but the, no, the mad part. No, me, but I just want to say I'm not being shady towards her, but I feel like you would not have made that kind of a statement. Maybe I misunderstood it because for me it felt like she woke up in the morning and she was saying that to him because she was pleasantly surprised. No, she wasn't pleasantly. Girl, did you not see the look in her eye? The look in her eye. No, the look in her eye had daggers. It was like. What you will not do in this bed while I am here. Oh but she made God. a cuddle. She, there was a cuddle zone. There was a cuddle zone. <sighs> like, if you don't do these things, I will cuddle you. Oh, my gosh. Yes, because I'm a pet. Now. Speak. Speak Jessica. to them because I can't. Jessica. Jessica. Jessica was actually really annoying for me. Do you know why? Her voice. You hated her yes. voice. Yes. Yes. So this is me talking in the confessionals, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, wait. Let me try it again. So this is me talking in the confessionals and I'm just like you know what I'm looking for someone that's like x y and z and then when I get in front of the guy I'm like oh my god like I'm just looking for someone that's like you know like really handsome and just oh did you say that ah that's so cute like I really love it and I'm like why guys she actually went like whenever she was talking to a man she went an octave octave. uh, she went an octave higher I don't know how she was doing it it was like ah it went into dog whistling Is it is it that deep? Because when I was in high school, I knew females that would do that. And I thought, okay, we're in high school. She's a whole 34-year-old woman. Do you know what I mean? I'm I like, feel like there's someone who are trained. Really? There's women, women who are trained. Like, there's women who are trained to talk dumber and act dumber around men because men find it cuter. And unfortunately, there are actually some men but who are like that. she was doing that even with a man that she obviously didn't like obviously detested yeah but did you not notice that her voice is her voice reached reached its maximum pitch whenever she was with Burnett 100% it didn't go that high with Mark Mate. but when you know like the way like literally you know the way it is that when you hear that high pitch squeaking that only <laughs> dogs can hear like it's out of the range of the human uh, ear that is the range that Jessica reached when she was talking to Burnett, and that is me being shady. She does not like Jessica. I don't. All. I don't. I don't because the way <sighs> Jessica. Me. So she's an upsetting human being. So, um, during the whole time at the resort, he said something to her. There was a point. I think it was after they had met the other couples. She was triggered, fam, because she saw Burnett 
and she immediately regretted her decision to walk out when he was he was playing flake. Guys, can I also just say... And then she went over there and she's like, hey, best friend, and feeling she up his pecs. F- no, his Stop bicep, it. not his bicep. I'm like, in oh, front of our, in front of my, In front of my good sis Amber. In she front of not. my good sis Amber. She did not do that. It was mad awkward. What did she even have to say to him? You know what? What was I she felt, even trying to talk about? I felt because here's the thing: all the other couples were kind of low key airing out their feelings to one another because I was like, "Oh, you're the person who I was talking to about this and that yeah. and whatever." Because even Diamond and Burnett had that banter. Remember how you called me a stripper in the pod? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like there was nothing. So if if Amber, if sorry, if Jessica wanted to get her feelings out to Burnett about, listen. I'm not really a fan of what you did in the pods, but we're both here with our engaged people, so let's move on. I feel like if she had addressed that it that right yeah. there in that moment and let them move on, mm. then it would have been fine. But my <laughs> Jessica did not do that. Jessica hey, best said best friend. <laughs> Mama was Mama was triggered. Uh, she was really triggered. She 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 was wounded in her spirit. She really was. She, she was really wounded. Was. Because maybe I thought, maybe she thought that she was never going to see Barnett again or hear him again. I don't think she thought that. I think she just didn't expect him to be as attractive to her as he was because they already had that emotional connectivity. Do you know what I mean? And I guess he was physically her type on paper. Physically, yes. Yes, she was, yo, she was hurt. When Guys, she, she was actually hurt. She was really hurt. So then after that... She was went, like a wounded deer. She went to, they went to back to the rooms and she her and mark were talking about something and then mark just said like you know i prefer if you don't speak to me because it comes across as commanding mm-hmm. she went off commanding command commanding and i'm like yeah that's that's literally what he just said and she flew off the handle and he approached her so nicely that my guy was like i'm sorry i'm sorry that it came across that way i didn't mean it that way and i'm like but what he said wasn't out of order he came at you with respect and he said, I appreciate it if you didn't speak to me like X, Y, and Z because it makes me feel like A, B, C. Do you see what I'm saying? And she just flew off and it's like she was just looking for reasons to push him away. During the whole experience, she kept being fixated on their age difference. Because there's a 10-year age gap between them. And it's like she... She kept fixating on it, talking about it in confessionals, talking about it to them. Like, every time he said to her... Age is not a problem for me. She didn't believe it. And it turns out there's some, like, some triggering thing with age between like her parents. And I think maybe her, her biological dad walked out on her. Yeah. And so her mom's been with her stepdad ever since. And her stepdad has raised her. Mm-hmm. But it's like she kept projecting this age gap onto his family, onto her it's friends. Like, oh, they're not going to be accepting of me because I'm so much older than him. First, it was the friends. Oh, they're not going to accept me because our age gap, our age difference is... But then you met her friends. And, like, you know, he's 24 and he lives with his house, with his best friend. Like, I'm much older and I have my own place. And blah, 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 blah. She meets the friends. The friends are just, like, like, they're proper welcoming, asking her about herself, whatnot, whatnot. Okay, fine. His friends, yeah. We move on to the family now. Wait, hold on a second. We need to talk about how low-key rude she was when... When she went to his place. His his place or his parents' place? No. Is she just not rude all the time? Okay, no, she is, but... <laughs> remember when she was in front of his best friend and the best friend's girlfriend and she was like, when she was talking about, oh, I have my own place and the dog. Like, the way she's... 
she was like she was judgmental about their house. Yeah, she was judgmental about their living situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She was so rude. (laughs) Oh, and then we got to his parents' house. I feel like that just made me cringe because before they got to the parents' house, Mm -hmm. they were having a conversation. And in that conversation, he would be like, you know, my mom is like this. Or like, you remind me of my mom because of how strong you are. And, whatnot. and she was like, I am not and your mother. Like, I am not your mother. Like every conversation we have, you're just talking about your mother, your mother, your mother. I'm not trying to be your mother. I'm not trying to replace her or whatever, whatever, whatever. Which and she you gets, know, okay, like, was valid. I understand it. But at the same time, it's like the way she went about was like, it was like a mini attack. Do you know what I mean? Like, why is he constantly talking about his mom? And, da, 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 and and he's like, I'm saying that because I admire my mother so much. And me saying that um, you remind me of her is because of how much I admire you. Do you know what I mean? It's like anything that he would say, Which she was just a compliment. wanted to take offense to. Yep. Right? So they meet his family. And she's like, she's talking about, how she was mentioning when they were in, in, in at the resort, how like she understands that he's so close to his mom and she doesn't think that his mom will be accepting of a woman that's that old taking her son away. And she was really apprehensive about meeting the mom, the mom, the mom. They go meet the mom. Mom was nice. Mom was just lovely, asked the right questions. They made dinner and everything. And then they're like, you know, um, they're telling her like tell us about yourself she starts talking about well you know our age difference and the mom is like as long as you guys love each other the age doesn't matter this chick said she didn't even stop talking she carried on this chick said in the confessional oh they said this about the age but no one says that to anyone's face though like, like the fate behind your back oh my lord it was and then then she made it an issue the age gap between her friends, like when she was telling her friends that she's engaged, and and but like yeah, but he's like twenty four, and they're like, oh that's cute, because remember X Y and whatever, and she was like, we like they're like, oh we had the same age gap basically with people that they knew before, and, and then we they were cool with it, and then they start talking about um Nick Jonas from the Jonas Brothers and Priyanka Chopra, and they were like, yeah, but remember how you said that how much you loved Nick Jonas and Priyanka's relationship, and there's more than ten years between them, so like her <laughs> friends indirectly without came even with realizing without realizing it came with the receipts, and it was like. No one else has this issue with age but you. Projecting it onto people. And then the other side of it was her fixation with Burnett was mad. She she felt she she what what did she do with the bicep and in the at the resort, right? She felt him up, man. Felt him up at the resort. And then when was the second time? His birthday? At his birthday. Are you sure that wasn't number three? No, I feel like the second time was when oh my days. No, it wasn't it wasn't like a situation, but it's like when they were at the at the bar. Um, her and Mark, Burnett and Amber mm-hmm. and Kenny and Kelly, where they were at the resort. Mm-hmm. And Burnett and Amber were still very, you know, touchy feely. Yeah, but so were Kelly and Kenny. Yeah, kissing up on each other and whatnot, whatnot. And she just looked at them and she's like, ew. And she said it out loud. She said the ew out loud. <laughs> You know what? And then she walks off. Can we talk about how Amber had the patience of the saints? Amber actually had the patience of the saints because if it had been me... She walked off with Kelly and they go talking in the corner and she's talking about 
What was she even talking about? She was talking about the physical attraction. The physical attraction. And this is why. Mark. And this is why I said and that Kelly, Kelly is a shade queen because <laughs> Kelly was like, "So, are you sure there's no one else here that you're attracted to?" Sips tea. <laughs> you know what made me laugh is because you guys can't see this because Kelly said, "Is there anyone else you're attracted to?" And Kelly goes like this. <laughs> oh, mate. It Kelly was, was a shade mad. queen. It was mad. Oh, back then, when I still loved Kelly. At, at, at Burnett's birthday, that's when it just went all the way left. Because she gets really drunk. And then she starts talking to Burnett. Talking about, you know, are you really happy? Um, I just was really surprised that you chose Amber. Because it just seems like you two are very different. And... Um, yeah, it's obvious that you guys have a very strong physical relationship, but like emotionally, do you guys even connect? What not? What not? And like, this was the second time he was telling her that he's happy with his decision, because he she'd approached him about it at the resort, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm happy. I'm really happy with where I am right now." And you know, she's talking to him at his birthday party, and bear in mind, at the same time, Amber's talking to Mark, and Mark is in conf- is confiding in Amber about like you know how him and jessica still haven't been physical and um because at this point mark is hurting yeah yeah like she just keeps pushing him away all the time so then um she starts talking about how you know if ever anything goes wrong you just need to talk you make sure you call me like i'll always be here for you and nothing can ever change the the, the bond the that we bond build that we in, built in, in the, the pods. Oh, like, oh my life you're just doing the most and then she gets up from this point. And there was like an awkward high five, hand holding. Bear in mind, Burnett looks so awkward in this. Oh, he looked mad uncomfortable. He looked so. And guys, you have to remember, Amber has invited because this this is where the show did not help her because <laughs> they they were at the all the same resort together, mm-hmm. and now they're in the same apartment complex together. So mm-hmm. Jessica can't even get over Burnett because he's like right he's next door. There all the time. Yes, but. Oh. I was like, sistrin. Me. Amber has invited... Like, Amber was not obligated. She mm. invited you all over to this man's birthday. You are trying to convince this man to break his engagement with his fiance while she's in the room, while she's less than she's a like, meter away. Mate, she was not even far. And it just killed me where she was like, you know, if Burnett had chosen me, you'd be seeing a different Burnett. More, this was in the confessional. A more sophisticated brunette, a more put together, elegant blah, blah And I was like, but you don't know this man. You don't know that he would be different with you than he is right now with. with and why Amber. should he be? Yeah. So anyway, that whole awkward high five hand holding thing happens, and then she runs to Mark, and I swear that's the most affectionate towards Mark I've ever seen her. Cause she jumped, Mark. She's jumping on him. She's kissing up on his cheek. She's hugging him. All of this, and Mark is like, okay. So then the party's over. Bear in mind, it's the same party where G- Gigi and Damien had their massive, like, blow-up argument. This is why I say I really feel for <laughs> Burnett. If, like, I feel like if some of these couples choose never oh, to see each other again, yeah. I don't blame them. They go back Hold. to the yard, yeah? Please. And I think she was talking about someone, one of the females, and then Mark said to her that, oh, she's only a close second compared to you. Which and is a she, compliment. Like, from your fiancé. That's nice to hear. Mm-hmm. She gets mad offended. How can you say she's a close second? How would you like it if I called you a close second? Well, you're a close second. You're a close second. How would you like that? And he's there apologizing. He's like, I'm so sorry. Bear in mind she's been drinking. I didn't mean it to come across like that. 
What a what a. She falls, she slumps into the pillow, yeah. Because she's been she's drinking. drunk. Slumps into the pillow. And then she lifts her head. Talking about, I think Brunette is fucking sexy and he's fucking hot. And I was like, oh, out of the blue. Oh, my We were mad. Days. We were mad. I mean, I think this is the only time that I've seen Mark lose it with Jessica. Because he was like, you will not disrespect me like that. And then he walked out and went and, and he slept, slept on, on the, the couch. couch. And she told him, baby, come back. And he did not. Like, out of nowhere. But we were mad. I think we paused the out show. We paused. I had to leave, fam. Z actually left the room. She couldn't deal. I was like, how is she going to just start talking about another man? Because you know she's feeling frisky in that moment. But she's just not thinking about you. She's thinking about the dude next door. Fam? Nah. I can't. Nah, 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 nah. Again, I feel like th- there's so much to be said about how we treat men and women in such a situation. Because if Jessica was a man and Mark was a woman, again, we would be screaming. Because if a man said to a woman that I'm thinking about this other girl right now, that's and she's hot and sexy, and it's oh. and bearing. I want us to bear in and mind she she. This not oh. even smash. Has she even let Mark really kiss her in the mouth with that tongue? Was, that was the okay. No, not with tongue. That day, I think, was the first time that he he got lip to lip action. No, because I feel like at the most like, he's been <laughs> he's been getting cute hand holding and pecking. Pass yeah. there like. So you're not letting this man get any physical affection from you. And bear in mind, Mark has said that he's a very physically... If this was anyone else, he'll be very physically affectionate. Yeah, legit. Like, he he would have been one of the people, like, you know, getting mm. some on the first day. And remember the look on Mark's face when all the other men then were talking about how they were getting he it in. He was sipping his champagne. Like, it was so awkward. It was mad awkward. And... For her to talk to him like that was just, ah, it was crazy. It was mad. It was crazy. And um, what was it I wanted to say? Jessica's drinking on that show was concerning. That's it what I wanted to say. Mad. It was concerning. It's because she, was, she wasn't with the man that she wanted. And, and it was driving her to drinking excessively. Because she was refusing to leave Mark. And she was, you know, it was, it was, it was maddening to watch her believe her own lies. Yeah. Like the way she would talk about Mark, like she was like, he's the love of my life. Blah, blah, he's my best connection. Blah. Uh, the bonds that we've built. And it's like, sis, you talk about Burnett every five seconds. Burnett's name is in your mouth. Constant. All the time. And it was jarring to think that the amount of times you talk about Burnett and Burnett never talks about you. You're not even, you're not even on his train of thought. It was peak. It was just so mad. And eventually we got to a point in the show where, like, it, it was kind of implied that, you know, Jessica and Mark had got physical. And I'm convicted in my soul. I will bet every shoe that I possess that she had to drink herself into a stupor to get physical with him. <laughs> she really did. I, really I know she, like did. she did. I know she did. Mad. Oh, my days. But, like... With Jessica, yeah. There were just so many moments in every single episode where I was just outraged. <laughs> I was just constantly outraged or just extremely irritated by her. And I just felt like, oh, my life. This cannot be. Nah. And then when we got to the, the wedding day. No. No, before we got to the wedding day, we need to talk about the... Sorry, we need to get this close. Because she had one more conversation with Burnett. Somewhere oh, I can't remember where it was. It was outside. It, it was, was, it was it outside was the yard some yard in yeah. the apartment complex. Yeah. And Burnett was basically like, 
I am happy. <laughs> I Emphasis. do. I do not think about anyone else but Amber. But he actually said to her, "The way you are acting, Amber is starting to think that you like me." And she was like, "What? Oh my goodness! No, where oh would you God. get that Why from?" Oh my God! No. What? It was so awkward. It was man. so awkward. And then to make it even worse. She rocks up to Amber at the Bachelorette. Bachelorette party. Drunk out her brain. Not hello. Not I mean, in all doing. fairness, Amber was drunk too. I'm drunk. Amber was drunk, but Amber was like, we are not friends. She kept that same energy, sober or drunk. Her energy was the same. I just want I just want to mention that Amber drunk is hilarious. <laughs> I know. I'm gonna marry my best friend and I just can't believe oh my god. Like she was falling apart. She was it waved. Was, it was bad. But like she came up to Amber, gave her a hug. Amber has black friends. <laughs> and we saw that on the wedding day, Amber has black and friends. And then she's like You need to talk to talk. She's like, girl, I don't want your man or something like that. And I'm like, this was never even a conversation. But it's the fact that it came out of nowhere. She walked past Amber, stopped. And she was like, I just want you to know that I don't want your man. And they had this... Because Amber was like, what's wrong, boo? What's wrong? Oh, And when, she's from, when she was saying, what's wrong, boo? I was like, oh, Amber's got black friends. I was really confused because I'm like... And then no she started one... kissing Amber on the lips. I was like, oh, oh. that one was my... Oh. <laughs> Talking about, I don't want your man. And we're like, okay, thanks for that information. But Can we just... all know it's a lie. Can I just say how upset I was that she kissed Amber on the lips, knowing that this is the same woman that lets her, her dog wanted... drink from her wine glass. Oh, the discard, the dirt. Oh, filthy. I had blocked that out of my mind. I thanks for reminding I me. I will not, because it's still in my mind. <sighs> we how get dare you to kiss the me with your wedding lips? day, and she was giving it. She was giving it everything. No, because remember when they were trying on the wedding dresses, she was having a meltdown. When she when they were trying on the wedding dresses, she was having a meltdown. When and I thought she was going to call it off then. The wedding day. She came up there. She was smiling at him on the altar. Like, like as soon as she got up there, they're giggling together and whatnot. And whatnot. you even mentioned Honestly, that they're the only couple. Literally, they were the only couple among everyone that was getting married that were like, Making eyes at each other, giggles, little pinches here and there, little inside jokes. She's an actress. Whispering man. things to each other, talking about "I love you." And Give she the girl was the an initiator. Oscar. She's the one that started the whole thing. Give the girl then an they Oscar. They ask her, "Will you take this man?" She says, "I cannot." And I was like, "What?" I wasn't because while while because the thing is, Z was trying to convince me that they were going to get married because she was giving it the performance. Yes, right? because she gave the performance, and that's why I said give the girl the Oscar. Oh but while God. Z was saying they're going to get married, I was crying out on the name of Jesus. I was like, Jesus, please! I actually cried out to the Lord. I was like, Don't let this happen, Father, because Mark is going to say yes. Like mm. it's actually. It's actually a cause for concern mm -hmm. how Mark was ignoring the signs of how this woman did not he want to. So he was pushing so hard. And can I just say, shout out to Mark's best friend because <laughs> Mark's best friend, every step of the way, was one. like, no. That, he wasn't just like, are you sure? He was like, do not do this. Me. Mark's friend was not having it. <laughs> Mark's friend was even. Do you remember Damien's friends? Remember Damien's friends mm -hmm. at the at um. Those guys were just silent, boy. No, but they they were silent and concerned. Like yeah. the, the guy who was the best man looked like he too was going to yeah. throw up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Mark's best friend was not having 
it mm. and he would voice it at every juncture like you were going to know when the divorce wrapped up yeah. you were going to know that he was never for this but it was actually concerning concerning how mark ignored the signs so yeah. it's good like because I, I was saying to Z, like, if Jessica does not call this off, Mark's not going to. Yeah. Mark will battle his way through this. <laughs> I'm like, you're going to be having drunken intercourse with your wife every single time because she is literally thinking about another man. Oh, that's bad. She does not want to. And I want to preference it like this by saying this was upsetting to me. She kept making such a big deal about the age gap between them, oh. the age gap, the age gap, the age gap. And she'll bring up at every juncture as if Burnett was not younger than her as mm. well. And um, Burnett was younger than her by... Wasn't it like six years? About six years. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was like, so you're really doing all of this behind a man who is... I mean, yes, I get 10 years is even bigger, but you're acting like Burnett's not the same way. And if we're going to keep it 100, Mark was way more mature than Burnett. Yeah, 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 way yeah. more mature. Mm -hmm. Like... <sighs> Mark just needed to see the writing that was blank. The writing was not just on the wall. It was written on the wall in blood. <laughs> so Tasha doesn't like Jess. <laughs> Listen. From, it is emotional. From when I, like, I think I called out, I called out on the name of Christ three times to Mate. end this union. Speak. I was, like, I was really shocked that she said no, but I was also relieved, in all fairness. I praised the father. I but praised him I was really shocked because how are you going to put someone through that? Like, being happy walking down the aisle and giving it all the I love yous and the the playfulness and the little winks. Because and this she's and that. awful. She's I was awful. like, oh no. She's an, it's actually disturbing how she believed her own lies. How uh she did him dirty. She did but him dirty. She she was even talking about up until up until the end, she was talking about how I was honest. I had this connection oh, yeah. with him. Yeah. And you, that, 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 that's why I was enraged even up until the end of the show. Because I say, you know, she's really made this man believe that, you know, they had this amazing connection. I was like, when Mark comes and he watches this, this season from episode one to ten and he realizes just how much Burnett's name was in your mouth this man's going to need therapy he he's going the to need reunion? therapy he's going to need therapy at the reunion he brought it up he was like i had no idea that that your feelings for Burnett were still so present and if you had just been honest about it it's something that we could have actually talked about and worked through but the whole time and i said this to you i was like this guy doesn't know this guy thinks that she chose him over Burnett." Rather than the way that it played out, which was that Burnett was playing games and she chose to go for the safety net rather than just leave the show. But she couldn't even commit to the safety net. That's what bothered me the most. Like if it I'd rather you didn't commit to the safety net. But it's just the way that she dragged him along, like she led him on. And even in at the reunion, Amber was like... So that's why we're talking about the reunion now. Yeah. Like Amber was like... <laughs> Amber dragged Amber her to filth. No. <laughs> Fam, she was... Vexed. I think for her as well, seeing all those moments when Jessica approached Burnett. Burnett to be like, are you sure you're happy? Are you sure this is what you want? Was like, are you actually kidding me? But no, but it was more <laughs> than just like, are you happy? Is this what you want? It's the way that she insulted Amber at yeah. every single juncture. Mm. She basically... She be, she equivalent of called Amber the ghetto. Yeah. Like you could have a classy girl, but you've chosen to like go beneath what you mm. deserve, mm -hmm. and that's why I am glad that Amber not only called her a shysty bitch, 
which is again proof that she had black oh, friends because Amber Amber let her have it in a way that I'm not used to seeing white women go at it mm-hmm. because Amber did not mince her words. Amber did not be like, oh, let me... Because one thing she you have... Nice. She didn't play nice. She wasn't going to... She didn't mince down her feelings mm-hmm. because one thing I you have to give Amber, and this is what I like, this is how women should conduct her themselves if you're secure in your relationship you don't need to be approaching the chick Mm. amber at no point approached jessica saying something like stay away from my man whatever because she was secure in what she had with Burnett. Mm -hmm. but she was but the bit this is where you saw amber go inside of herself Mm -hmm. she was like you really came at my husband at his birthday party while i was sitting in the room talking to your fiance who you led on Mm. And I loved the fact that Amber said, my friend, she called Mark her friend. Mm. That was deep. That's how you know she was pissed. She was pissed. And I, I saw how Nick and Vanessa were trying to be like, do you accept Jessica's apology? And Amber was like, was no. Like, I accept this the intent behind him. <laughs> but for me, what was important, I was like, where was Mark's apology? <sighs> where was Mark's apology? He did get one, though. He, he got apologize. Yeah, with pulled teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She but, was more willing to give that apology to Amber than she was to Mark, and Mark yeah. needed it more. Yeah, it's true. because she put that man through an emotional. Like Amber's not going to need therapy after what she Jessica might. did. She might. She might. No, she's going to she need, need anger management. <laughs> she might need anger management, but Mark is going to need therapy because that woman sold him a dream that was not there. Mm. She literally built. Not she even built the fantasy. No, fantasy. She built that man a castle in the sky. Mm, yeah, yeah. And it's so upsetting. It's nice. so upsetting. But I'm glad Amber called her out. I don't feel like we have much to say about the reunion except yeah. for the fact that Kenny's in now a healthy, healthy and happy relationship that isn't with Kelly. I we mean, praise God. Kelly was all tears, you know. She couldn't even get through one sentence without crying. And it's like she was talking about how since the since the the show since she decided to say no she had um she she had dated one guy and it didn't work out and then she like dated one of her best friends who was who at the was wedding. At wedding I don't know why she needed to mention and that that didn't work out and I'm like you still haven't figured yourself out that's why you keep going into these situations like Kenny was a sure thing you know and Kenny Kenny's perspective was. You know, I'm glad I went through what I went through on the show because it's made me the person that I needed to be for the person that I'm with now. Bruh, Kenny is happy. Levels. Kenny is happy. Oh Kenny Kenny said while sitting next to Kelly, she is the best girlfriend I've ever had. I was like, hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. <laughs> like, he was just so happy. And he was... He deserved it. You could tell, like, he was just so content. He had... He had no no animosity. He had peace of mind. Kelly, he just he was just like you know. I want to be invited to his wedding. <laughs> you will not be invited to his wedding. <laughs> yeah, but I want to go. But like the one thing from the reunion that I really appreciated was Carlton's apology to Diamond. Yeah, that was I. I feel like that really came from a genuine place, and you could tell that he had really taken the time to examine what was happening, understand where it was coming from, and really understand. 
um, how it had impacted her because he, like like you said earlier, how he sent out the message to say that she is not homo- homophobic. And the fact that she's now been receiving death threats from people for, for being a homophobe was like... So was he, though. He received death threats. Yeah, too. yeah. It's just, it just went really wild. But it's like... I got the sense that he wanted her back. Me too. And she was like, "That door is, de- like, the 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 they just closed." Even when he gave her the ring, he was like, "I'm not proposing to you. Don't worry." It's like everyone was holding their breath, and then he said that, and it was like, "Oh, okay." Oh. No, Diamond looked relieved. No, everyone else as well. Did you see Lauren's face? I was dead. Listen, can we talk about Lauren has the best facial expression, like. <laughs> This is why I wish Diamond had been on the show longer because but the facial expressions. Oh, so funny. Diamond and Lauren are hilarious. Like, I would never forget when, like, both Diamond, like, when Jessica was, this, I think this was episode one, where, episode two. Oh, yeah, it was episode when, one. Where Jessica was talking to Diamond about Burnett and Mark and Diamond was like, <laughs> listen, if this girl wants me, to help her choose between Mark and Burnett, I am picking Mark. All this Wahala that is going on. You did not say Wahala. I, I'm inserting Wahala. But even when, like, like Diamond was not feeling Burnett. And even when, like, Lauren. called her a stripper. Yes. Mm-hmm. And even when Lauren finally, like, when they all the couples met and Lauren was like, so this is the Burnett that's had... All these women stuff. Like, let me tell you how the black women were not feeling Burnett. They were not, they were not interested at all. But yeah. Lauren's facial expressions throughout the whole reunion. Lauren's hilarious, man. It was funny. But I find it all hilarious how every single guy on there, with the exception of Burnett, but all the other white guys were like, uh, "Yeah, we found we thought Lauren was gorgeous, and we really, really liked her." I mean, I was was it like Damien before seeing her? Yeah. Yeah. No, even but even after seeing her, they even were like after seeing her, yeah, but like before when they you know when they were doing the speed dating and stuff. Yeah, they were vibing with her. Yeah. I think Damien was like even up until the day that Cameron proposed, I was yeah with Lauren. I was just there like yes, girl. Yeah. And he was saying like he had one of the best conversations with with Lauren mm. as well, where they were doing Yoda impressions. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I was just like, what fun did we miss? <laughs> what what was on the editing floor? But um, crazy. yeah, there's not much from the reunion except you know it was real though. Jessica had admitted that she did way too much drinking. I was like, sis, <laughs> sis, you actually need to be in an AA program because the drinking you were doing was concerning. Yeah, but that's what happens when you know. You know, you you try and force yourself into a situation that your heart and your spirit are not in alignment with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think we can really tell that Colton's been in therapy over what happened, mm. which I think he needed to be, especially if you're going to mm. make that kind of declaration about yourself to the world. Um, my girl Diamond's doing her PhD. Hey, sis. <laughs> um, Gianna and Damon are together. That does not make me happy at all. My spirit is not content. But, you know, yeah. And, you know, Lauren and Cameron are the best and for the win. And, you know, <laughs> Amber and Bennett are together too. But before we wrap up, we need to just talk about, like, this definition of love. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's concerning. Like, this thing about butterflies and if I don't have the butterflies anymore. What the frack is that? Do you know what my first lesson in love was? What? My first lesson. Um, there was a preacher that came to church um, in Milton Keynes. And I'm looking for something, sorry. 
Oh, okay. Keep talking. And he had like, I think it was like a week of prayer or something. Mm-hmm. And throughout the whole week, he was saying, um, what did he say? He said, love is a, love is a principle. Yeah. They said that in our church all the time. Emotion. Yeah. He said, love is a principle. Love is a verb. And he kept saying, love is a principle. And what I mean when I say principle is that even after the situation has passed, even after you have wronged me, I still have love for you. Mm. Not in this sense of like, um, like I'm infatuated and I, you make me feel giddy inside and this and this because love is more, it's a principle. Oh yeah, this is what he said. He would say love is a principle and principles never change. Ooh. And I was like, mm, okay. And he was like, so when this person has made you madder than you've ever been, because you love them, like, the fact that you love them doesn't change. The way that you love them might change. Mm. But the fact that you love them never goes away. And I was just like, wow. Wow. But then now we're talking about, I don't have the butterflies anymore. I was like, did you, like, is that all there is to this marriage thing? It's mad. Okay, you see, this is the way. I, my first lesson in love was First Corinthians. This is from the Bible. First Corinthians. 13 but i actually do you know what you want to know where i first heard that verse it was from the destiny's child album okay um in the thank you section the last track on there and michelle was talking about how much she loves kelly and beyonce Mm. and how they accepted her into the group and whatever and then she read out on the song first corinthians um 13 and i and i'm gonna take it from verse four and it says Love is patient, love is kind, love is not jealous, love is not boastful, love or proud, it's not rude, <laughs> it does not demand its own way, it is not irritable, and it keeps no record of wrong, it does not rejoice, irritable, it does not rejoice in injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins, love does not give up, love does not lose faith, love is always hopeful, it endures through all circumstances. That's from verse four from to verse the end of verse seven. Mm-hmm. And I remember, oh gosh, what book did I read? It was not um Five Love Languages. No, no, I it was Dating Goodbye. No, this the sequel to I Kiss Dating Goodbye. Oh. Um Boy Meets Girl. Oh, okay, yeah. No, it wasn't Boy Meets Girl. It was one of the what was the Adventist um no idea. website? Audioverse. Oh, okay, yeah. And I remember there was a, a seminar a couple had done about love. And I'll never forget the phrase that the, the wife had said. She said, we did not fall in love. We crawled. Yeah. And I love that they said that because it's like love is a choice. I hate the way that Hollywood and the rest of the world talk about love as mm. if, you know, you but just like ha- follow your heart. Yeah, you just have no control. You just end up falling in love. And so they talked about. Sorry. Can you <laughs> stop it? I can't help it. Do you not get that? Do you, does that never happen to you when someone says something and it triggers a song in your head? Yeah, but I don't sing it out loud. It's just because I'm I'm tired. Okay, it keeps happening. Mm. <laughs> like with Jesus, girl, please. <laughs> you are so tired, but yeah, no. It talks about that, and they were talking about like you know we made a conscientious choice to be together. So in that choice, we did not fall in love. 
we walked there. Mm, yeah. We walked towards our destination. Uh, yeah. And when I when I guess when we are taught about the principle of love, as in like when when you don't feel like loving this person anymore, when they're when they're not treating you the same way they did when they were courting you, when they were when they're getting on your nerves. The last nerve. Like when you think to yourself that I could murder you in your <laughs> sleep. Mm. I guess because we're taught about the, the the way that love is 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 based on how Christ loved us, yes. and so it's unmoving and unshaking because we wrong Christ so many times, and He still chooses to love us. Mm -hmm. Therefore, that is the same love that we should show our spouse, unless it's something like unless we're, we're getting abuse and you know cheating in return, then that's different. Mm, yeah, but you know. Love isn't always fun. No, no. I think that's the that's the that's the problem with the whole thing, though, isn't it? Because for a lot of them, they were very much looking at it from a perspective of self, of not 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 necessarily self, just like the way they felt. You know, yeah. Like they would say, "I love you" within like four days, but then when like storms were raging, it's like I don't know if I love you anymore. Bro, when Gigi was talking about butterflies, you and I, I were... I, I you wouldn't name names. I just said that. I said, I'll say, <laughs> because when Gigi was talking about butterflies, you and I both looked at each other like, what the hell are these butterflies? What are these? At first, I actually thought she was saying that just to hurt him. But then it just kept coming up. And I thought, she's really, she's really meaning what she's saying right now. Like, legit. I think people think about it from the sense of they want, like, you know, the, the, the feeling in their stomach of, like, you know... The same with Kelly. That infatuation she was looking for. But I was like, girl, I was like, girl, you're talking She about wanted to lose her entire mind. I'm like, but girl, <laughs> you want to lose your entire mind. And I was like, like you were talking about your ex-boyfriend. You mean the ex-boyfriend that it didn't work with? Yeah, the same one. The same ex-boyfriend that your parents are clearly happy didn't work out. Yeah. Like, what one. is this? It's what nice. are you talking about? The same ex-boyfriend that you're telling okay, us you okay. never had an e okay, orgasm with. Okay, no, I'm upset. Okay, I'm, okay. I'm sorry. Right. I'm upset in the name okay. of. I'm upset in the name of Kenny. <laughs> I really am. Kenny is in a happier and healthier place than he was before. I so. wish it was with me. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Nah, but justice for justice for my bro, Kenny. Justice man. for Kenny. <laughs> justice for Mark, man. <laughs> nah, but Mark was a sap. Mark was a sap. Nah, I feel Mark still. He just, he, he just, he loved too hard. But no, but you and know saw what? Nothing else. Nah, but the thing is, though, baby boy needs to work on seeing the writing on the wall. Yeah. Because some things were incredibly obvious. But guys, that was it was obvious to us because we were seeing the whole picture. If you imagine, he only had. Um, he only had Jessica's word to go on, so he wasn't seeing the the conversations that were happening. Yeah, but even or, uh, even outside the, of that, dude, even no, outside, think about it this her way. behaviors, her behaviors were not normal. But think about it this way, yeah, they weren't the only couple that weren't smashing. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, but if you look at Kelly and Kenny's situation, at least it, it was from it was more of a healthier thing than what he was going. She wouldn't let him touch her. She did. She would cringe, but she would. Yeah, and she was also <laughs> drunk. So as we wrap up this uh, very long, long episode, what's your takeaway? Lord, this wahala, let it never be me. I pray that it is you. Why? Why would you pray for that? Because I want to see you thrown into, into a situation where you're telling someone you love them after four days. 
You know that you would never witness that. You never know. You would never witness you that. Never know. Even if I'm not witness to it, I just I just want to see that for you. For you like. Why would you want that for me? Because Do you not want good things for me? That is a good thing. Why are we wasting time? Why must I wait years? To you, you know, that you know that I'm the kind of person that if after three months I'm even struggling to say that I love you. I don't have to tell you after three months. No, I'm talking about me. No, I would struggle. As in like generally, generally as humans, like three months can be really long to some people. Three months is a whole relationship, you know. That's too short. <laughs> I've literally been the girl where a guy's been like, I love you. I'm like, thank you. Oh my goodness. But that's another that's we should we should unpack that another <laughs> day. <laughs> was that directed at me? Why? Because you said I was dissecting your life earlier. No, I actually had nothing to do with you. How did you get here? Anyway, How did I get here? let's completely transition from this. We're, we're, we've wrapped this up. We're done. But yes. I did I did want Z to quickly tell us about how she got... Because we do talk oh, all Oh, we're not going to do that in another episode. When are we going to record another episode? We have phones. You can call me. You know what? We'll do that tomorrow. Okay. All right, okay. <laughs> well, I'm going to edit all of this out. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'll I'll take... Our take on love is blind, the social experiment. I'm very glad it worked for Lauren, Lauren and Cameron, our everlasting phase, black women for the win. Um, <laughs> our faves? I feel like they were your faves. Fine, my faves. I'll yeah. own it. Um, we pray for Amber and Burnett. May, may it work. Yeah, they've actually worked through some issues already. So they've, they've had to work through some hard issues. Yeah. Um, I don't champion Gigi and Damien. I'm here for it. I don't. As l- if it. Gigi gets therapy, then fine. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. But for as long as she hasn't, I'm concerned about her temper yeah. and her, her, her traits of manipulation. Yeah. Kenny, invite me to your wedding if I'm not the bride <laughs> because the spirit of Christ is in you, mate. I, I, I the, way, the way in which you conduct yourself, I want that in my husband-to-be. And Kenny, you're fine. Let me find out you're a K-pop fan, and it's, I'm I'm going to ha- like I'm gonna have to fight your new girlfriend. It's oh, all systems go. Let me find it out. Um, well, who what others are Carlton? All the best for you, sir. I felt your apology, so I no longer hate you. I really felt that one. Yeah. I think that was the most sincere apology I've seen on the whole show. Absolutely, mm-hmm. Diamond Sis. I pray that I'm you finish. I'm excited for this PhD. I'm so. for this PhD like, <laughs> like, sis, I'm, ex- I'm ex- from a basketball dancer to a PhD holder. Black women I mean, can why, do anything. Why can't you do both? No, oh, I don't know if she's doing both or not, but black women can't do anything. <laughs> we we praise God. Uh, who have I left out? Mark, again, sir, all the best for you. Mm-hmm. I want to see you win. Take therapy, sir. Jessica, a pox upon your house. A pox. I don't know what to say. That was mad and very sudden. It's not sudden. Um, and AA classes. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just going to take this away from you now. Um, yeah. I'm upset. Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate you taking the time. And obviously, everyone's just been outraged by this whole situation and just perplexed, actually. Especially me. Yeah, I would say perplexed. But I am Z. I am where can they find you? I am Vera Moore on Instagram. That's V E R A M O R. Um what's my name on Twitter? I have no idea. I know I follow you, but I don't know. It's finding Vera, but I don't know where the underscore is. Finding underscore Vera 
is my name. I'll Twitter. put your Twitter name when I put up the podcast. Yeah. But tell them the name of your podcast so they can listen as can well. Can I land? Like, Tasha, I swear I'm down. I'm excited for you. I swear down. I'm trying to make this smooth thing so you can just clip it, like, snip it, send it to me, then I have all my ads. And you're busy talking about, say this and do that. And da, da, da. So my other social, it's not even a social, my podcast is called Hear the Noise. And it's quite lit because we're based in China. Um, and we talk about Chinese things and what it's like to be black in a foreign country that is not England. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's basically me, me in a nutshell. Um, Tash, any any last words? Um, so guys, I know this has been a really long episode, but I know that you would appreciate going us in, going into all the detail. Um, it's a soulful storm on all platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and on WordPress, and all in lowercase and all one word, a soulful storm. Um, you can find me on Twitter, Sampa Tasha and Instagram, Tasha Sampa. And have th- you heard of Sampa the Great? Of course I have. Okay, just checking. The Ooh. girl stole my name. How manless. Um, nah, d- mm, don't don't counter me. Is she not older than you though? Is she? I don't I think know. she is. Okay. Anyway, check out Sampa the Great. This is not about her. Just, just no, but she is actually no. Yeah, she 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 is great. Her 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 songs are good. I think she's been on Colors. Power to the Zambian women. Yeah, listen, <laughs> Zambian women are fire, boy. If you can't mm. tell that Z and I both are, but yes, nah. I mean, we are some of the finest women on earth, just saying. Say your good price, you're running out of time. Oh, yeah. Anyway, bye, guys. Thanks for listening. Have a great time. (laughs) Thank you for listening to our craziness. Bye. (laughs)